Welcome back to the PC Master Race podcast, where player choice is the best platform. This is episode 86, the new age of MMOs, hopefully, or maybe not. I guess we're going to find out in this episode. It's a mystery. My name is Jones. And my name is Dakota. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk about MMOs. We have talked about them previously, uh, unsuccessfully, basically, as I learned (laughs) listening to my old content. So, uh, this is also the second time we're recording this because uh, my audacity screwed up. So, we're going to get through the intro quickly again this time. It's going to be wonderful. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, before we get into the main topic, there's timestamps in the description. Uh, If you want to jump right into the main topic, Uh, we do a lot of housekeeping and stuff in the beginning. Not a lot, a little bit. And uh, if you like listening to our show, you can leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform apple podcast spotify etc etc and if you really like our content you can check us out on patreon at pcmarcast or patreon.com slash pcmarcast you get it you'll figure it out and <laughs> our, <laughs> we post episodes every monday at 7 a.m eastern time and 6 a.m yeehaw texas cowboy time so Very cool Community events. Uh, nothing has happened. Our last community event, uh, game night, was a rousing success. Everyone, if they say anything negative about it, they're lying. And I, <laughs> I, the VOD is being deleted, and it's probably not going on YouTube, so you don't have to worry about ever watching <laughs> <Dude>. that. <laughs> oh, man. We attempted to do Jeopardy, but, dude. Yikes. Uh, we thought... We- as we were writing down the questions, we were like, man, these are going to be super easy for people to, <laughs> <laughs> for people to guess. Uh, I guess we just thought our our audience was uh, a Big lot brain. smarter, right? Yeah. Because I'm surprised nobody figured out that, you know, it, common question that gets asked quite a yeah, lot. Common. How long is the nine uh, trans-African highways mileage combined? I'm, yeah. Dude, that's, that's a, a common norm, question. Normal you learned that daily, in like third grade. Yeah, normal daily question around my household. We At breakfast, right. it's like, what is that? And you're like, oh, it's... 35,221, obviously. We, everybody knows that. I think that was very close. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was it. That was it, I remember. Yeah, and everybody, and then basically everybody listening, or not listening, participating in the game was like, uh, I hate you. So yeah. that was super <laughs> exciting and painful to do. But next time, it will not be so bad. Everybody still had fun. The camaraderie of no one knowing the answers to any questions was what brought everyone <laughs> yeah. together. And it was a good time. The- camaraderie against the host was strong <laughs> yeah yeah i kind of felt like thanos at the end of endgame it was not yeah. well not like caesar well. i kept having to watch behind me you yeah know? exactly um so that's pretty much it for community events uh probably next week we'll be announcing date for next month's uh game night uh will be a rousing success as usual always it's always a good time even even if it's uh, brutally painful for the host. It's always really fun. <laughs> it's always fun. Um, so, okay. Uh, my dogs have been acting very strange. I have two dogs. Theodore Roosevelt okay. and Franklin Roosevelt. Uh, I don't know why they're named that. They just are. It just worked out somehow. Guess like which one is fat? Franklin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, at my apartment, I live in an apartment, they built this little, they built a little yard for me attached to my patio because I live on the first floor. I was like, okay. sweet. I don't have to walk the dogs like ever again. I was like, go outside, yeah. <laughs> minions, and and return and return at some they're point. F- they're free range. Yeah, they're free. They're free range. <laughs> so basically, I just open the door and then I wait for them to start barking. And then I'm like, cool, time to let them back in. Yeah, <laughs> it's perfect timing. So Franklin, my fat dog, 
he had something in his mouth that came back in. I'm like, oh no, he has like a bird or something or a squirrel. He yeah. Like, oh yeah. He's <laughs> like he's like he's literally like a. We adopted him. He was like a junkyard dog. So he's like a savage, cold blooded yeah. killer. He's like the sweetest, nicest dog ever. <laughs> but he will literally like he, he he'll see anything, he'll kill it like immediately. He's like. Yeah. He's Master, I have brought you a gift. Yeah, literally, <laughs> literally. He's just like, look, look what I brought you. So he had this big, this big kind of like rock in his mouth. And okay. it looked like, it kind of looked like cheese, right? Oh, like, like, like a moon rock. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like a moon rock. So I was like, I was like, I was like, did someone like my neighbors like throw up a big block of cheese or something? Like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> yeah. And so, I tell, you know, I'm fighting with them. I finally get out of his mouth and I'm like, what the heck? And so it's this weird looking, I guess, kind of like, yeah, what you said, kind of like a moon rock, but it's split yeah. in the middle. And so I'm kind of like messing oh, with it weird. and it, and it, okay. tw- and it, you can twist it. Right. And I was like, okay. okay, this is really weird. So I twisted the rock and it made this really weird sound. And it sounded kind of like this. So yeah, I don't know. It's very strange. That's a lot of, a lot of weird things are happening. Uh, but what have you been playing? Okay, so you and I have actually been playing The Ascent together, co-op, when, when it works. <laughs> yeah, when it works. <laughs> Which, for the past, well, since it came out up until a week ago, co-op on the Game Pass version of The Ascent was completely broken. It worked yeah. on Steam, but the Game Pass version was a bust. Yeah. Uh, along with a couple other issues on the Game Pass version only. So. Mm-hmm. We have slowly found out, uh, as we've been recommending Game Pass quite a bit over the past year, we've been recommending Game Pass to a lot of people because the service, when it works, is it's fantastic. Great. It's great. It's Netflix. But, but like 50% of the games actually work. Yeah. And 50% of the features in the games that do work, work. <laughs> is, that like, is that what Bilbo says on his birthday? It's like, I like something 50% like percent of you as much as you like and something, 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 and then he disappears. I don't remember. <laughs> and he puts a ring on and disappears. <laughs> and he's like, later, later, nerds. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, so like Jones has said before, Game Pass is turning out to be a really good single-player mm-hmm. service. Yeah. The multiplayer aspect, very questionable. Big yikes. Because it just doesn't work. It just... <laughs> Yeah, it just doesn't work. Doesn't someone have, doesn't have a, some, doesn't somebody have a saying? It like it just works. It just works. Bethesda. Oh, and yikes. Nvidia. Funnily enough. Oh no! If you yeah. listen to last week's episode, that is incorrect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we've been playing the Ascent over the past week because co-op is now working. And right off the bat, I do want to say the game is pretty good. I yeah. I'm very interested in what's going on. The story is just kind of meh, but yeah. I think it's just because we're not too far into it. They're still kind of world building the stuff. I don't know the characters, and they're having me do all these things and talk to these people, and I'm like, I don't know any of you. I, I don't care about any of you. Yeah, maybe. I think you and I are just a little bit, well, I'm a little bit older. You're still pretty young, but we're older, and we've played so many games that were jaded that the story has to be like basically borderline amazing for me to even pay attention to yeah. the dialogue. Like I'm like, skip, skip, skip. I want to shoot things. Well, and it also, too, like, it, it is a double-A game, right? So yeah. we got to give them some credit. The production quality for a double-A game is pretty insane. Yeah. It's, like, everything, it's the voice acting, yeah. the graphics, which we'll get into in a little bit, like, everything in it is pretty top-tier. It's just the writing is, like, it's just, okay, cool. The first mission you get is to just go, like, 
kill everybody at this yeah. one facility. Well, it's like, and hey, like, cool. Gonna... I don't know what any of you are, but I'm just gonna murder you in cold blood. Yeah, it's no. It's <laughs> like, hey, I'm gonna have a talk with the four bosses, so you need to like protect the area. We're like, okay, cool. But who are them? Why do I care? What am I doing? Right. Like, they don't. I don't know. I get so frustrated with games nowadays because they want. I feel like most games want to handhold you up until like the middle of the game like oh this is yeah. what's actually happening whereas like can i set an option in the beginning where i'm like i don't need you to handhold me just throw me into the story like i want it's like well yes and no i feel like a lot of games want to build mystery a little bit because yeah. they do in the in the beginning of the game they do tell you about the world building and stuff like mm-hmm. that they have a really cool blade runner-esque intro yeah. And this and the music is just, mwah, mm, just there's a note in it that is super Blade Runner esque, mm-hmm. and if if the tone just like went up just a little bit halfway yeah. through the hum, I mm-hmm. was like, oh, that's the Blade Runner intro, but yeah. it doesn't. They're just like, yeah. this is a nod to Blade Runner. Yeah, you know. So, um, yeah, I feel like a lot of games want to set up a mystery, and so they kind of intro what's going on in in the world. But then, like, all of the characters you meet and the missions you do are all kind of just, I don't know, not well explained or it's just a little, I don't want to say amateurish because, like, do I know how to write? No, but I, I do consume a lot of media, so I'm going to tell you if something feels a little weird. It yeah. feels a little weird, but we're also, like, two hours into the game. Yeah. And we, we have heard from Philip, right? Yeah. Who has finished it, that the story gets pretty good. Okay, I don't know if he's finished it, but he said he's pretty deep into it, and he said that it gets okay. really good. He was okay. like, oh, it's going to be exciting when you get the minigun because it's really fun to use. To murder <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> I was like, well, that's not, it's like, well, I don't know if I've ever played a game with a minigun that wasn't exciting to use the minigun right. to murder people. It's probably a bad game if it, if yeah. the minigun isn't fun. It just shoots out like peas or yeah. white sausages. So I guess we'll kind of have to, to wait and see what the story is like. Yeah. Intro wise, it's just kind of boring. It's just, which brings us into the gameplay, which is pretty dang fun. Yeah, it's. Okay, so it it's a top-down, like, not twin-stick shooter, but it's a top-down ARPG-esque. Isometric. Isometric view, but it's a top-down shooter, right? So you're using WSAD to move. You can dodge. You're shooting. Nice thing is you have un- mm, unlimited ammo. Not isometric. Is huh? it? No, isometric's right. Yeah, it's top-down. That's the same thing as, like, top-down. Okay. So uh, the nice thing is is that, yeah, you have you have to reload your guns and everything, but there's no ammo. So you're not having to pick yeah. up ammo. It's not like a Contra or something where it's like, oh. you just unload. Yeah. Cause I feel like that would be very annoying in that game to have to yeah. constantly pick up ammo. Um, you do have like a grenade and you're, you have like augments, you know, cause it's definitely like cyberpunk S where you can have upgrades mm-hmm. and whatnot. We haven't. And that's the thing too, is like, we haven't gotten far enough into the game where I can be like, Oh, I beat the game. And it's just kind of me. It's like everything I've played so far, the game, when it works, it's pretty good. We have issues with the HUD and like the color scheme because everything is like really dense. Everything's black or red or gray, basically. Yeah. So um, the co-op aspects, when they work, are good. Uh, downside is is that we get lost from each other pretty easily. And if I get if I go down and you don't come save me, then we both re- restart at checkpoint, which is right. kind of like it makes sense, but it's also kind of frustrating at the same time. It's uh, frustrating because, like you said. The HUD and the density of the of the clutter in the game and the environment clash because yeah. we you were looking in the settings for a colorblind mode because the problem we found is your your mini map is up in the top right corner and, and it kind of has like a black vignette yeah. over the outside if I remember correctly so it kind of fades into black at the edge and then yeah. around the edge you have a black marker that spins based on where your teammate is right yeah. 
But the problem is it's black next to black on a game that where the environment underneath the HUD is either black, dark gray, blue, or blindingly red, right? Yeah. And it's very rarely blindingly, blindingly red. So the problem is there's like no contrast between the HUD elements and the background that you yeah. see. So your spinning circle for where your teammate is, that black line gets lost super easily. So you have yeah. no idea where your teammate is. And then on top of that, the objective marker is on a layer above your teammate, like mm-hmm. it, uh, friend indicator thing. Yeah. So if if they're both towards the objective, you have no idea where your teammate is. Yeah. And, and it sounds you- stupid where it's like, oh, well, if you don't see it, then he's towards the objective. But I'm like, yeah, but it's yeah, really but hard. But it's just to bad game that. design to not see that at all times. Yeah, like that also should be like white, maybe, and everything else is right. black, like or yes. I don't know, orange or something like a color, right. or I should be able to change that color, whatever I want, right? Yeah, because be the because you said the colorblind modes like didn't change any of that. It's yeah, still it's, hard to yeah. see. <laughs> yeah, so the colorblind mode will change to different, like you know, different. Uh, obviously, there's different types of colorblindness, right? But yeah. it it doesn't change that because I changed to all of them and it does not change like your little black triangle, which I'm like, it doesn't change thing I was... the contrast. It just no. allows you to see certain colors. Yeah, better if you're, exactly. So it's like, you know, in, the, in a certain spectrum. So very. Yeah. It's it's just like to me and maybe because we have access to literally thousands of games. It's yeah. not that it's a bad game. There's just like quality of life stuff that I notice right away. And maybe because we're yeah. PC gamers and we're freaking elitist about everything. It's not that. <laughs> it's not that because, uh, you know, we're trying to play the game. But it's like, hey, this is something a developer, maybe they don't know because they don't realize it, that they're developing the game. It's like, hey, guys, it's really hard to figure out what the heck my teammate is because everything yeah. looks the same. And they're like, oh, well, right. this looks different. And it's like, yeah, I can press M to open up my map to see where my teammate is. But there's also like you're running through a level and there's also multiple levels. You're going up and down elevators or staircases. There's it's, all kinds the, of stuff. The game is very vertical. Yeah, which is great, except for the fact that, oh, I open up my map because I can't find my teammate and someone's shooting me and I'm dead. And yeah. now I'm on the ground and my teammate can't find me because of the same issue. And now we restart the checkpoint together. Right. It's, it's happened countless times. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just and, you know, people are like, oh, get good. And it's like, OK, maybe it's maybe it is that maybe it's like, hey, quality of life. Quality of life trumps like artistic decisions, not every time, but a lot of times as someone that plays as a consumer to me, I would rather that arrow be bright orange. Like, oh, I don't like it. bright orange. I would rather it not be connected to the minimap, which is in the top right and have it be connected to like a border around the outside of my game window. Mm-hmm. And it's it just kind of rotates along yeah. the edge and it's a white arrow so that I constantly know where my teammate is. Because here's the thing, right? If I'm playing with a teammate, I want to know where they are at all times. Yeah. So I don't care if it interrupts the scenery in the game or interrupts well, my HUD because I'm playing with a friend. So I want to know where my friend is. Well, one thing I was thinking of too, because I didn't know, I didn't realize this until the other day, because I was like, hey, sometimes when you're dodge rolling, you can just go for a while and then you stop and you can't do it. So I noticed that underneath your character, you have a black circle with little arrows, like little yeah. arrow uh, symbols. And it's like that that's point your, in like, the direction your mouse is pointing. Yes. And that's like your dodge charges. That's yeah. where that's where my teammate indicator should be showing which direction, because that would well, be not invasive yes, enough. It would just be underneath but also my character. make it white because what guess saying. what? That black arrow next to your character also okay. disappears in the environment because yeah. you're walking on black, gray, and dark blue environments. Yeah. So it's well, like the black arrow and indicators and icons just get lost in that. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. If you made that a white arrow that just circles around me where yeah. you're at, I was like, that's perfect. That's not invasive. Yeah. It's not taking up stuff on the screen. And I know exactly where you right. are by looking at my character, right? Yeah. Because the thing is, like, when you're in a fight and you're shooting and all kinds of stuff, like, True. we get lost with each other constantly. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> some guy's chasing me. I'm like, oh, that's Dakota. I'm like, oh, no, that's a guy stabbing me. Great. <laughs> yeah. It happens constantly with us. It's it so does. weird, it even does. in real life. <laughs> So um, and, and another thing, too, that we found out, and it's not all negatives with the game. We're just pointing out oddities that we found. If somebody is listening to podcasts that worked on the game, it's just stuff that you can improve on. Yeah. Uh, one thing, though, to warn users about who, of people who like boot up the game yeah. is after the game was patched, right? Yeah. Jones and I immediately booted it up to see if co-op actually worked. And co-op did work. We joined each other's uh, like a lobby and then we started the game and we didn't change anything in the settings yeah. anything like that we just booted straight into the game and we were getting about five fps oh yeah on bad. on the intro cut scene and then once we got into the game and we started moving around we still had like five fps each we both have yeah 10 series cards he has a 1080 i have a 1080 ti right and we we're like what the heck is going on this game is supposed to be running at like about 100 fps on yeah. our cards for our resolutions right from what everybody else is saying Dude, this is something bad is happening. Yeah. We have updated drivers, all that stuff. After about 30 minutes, we found out that ray tracing was actually on. Even though when you go into the menus, it says we're running in DirectX 11 mm-hmm. and it says ray tracing is off. We had to mess around with that to figure out that it lied to us about ray tracing being on. And then also, somehow it decided that our 10 series cards, which don't have ray acceleration on them, was like, yeah, sure, we can turn ray tracing on. <laughs> sure, It'll work not? perfect. <laughs> Which, so, so that's a that's a terrible user experience for somebody that's new to PC gaming who boots up a game and is getting five FPS and they're like, this game sucks. Uninstall. Yeah. So quick, quick pro tip in case you are wanting to play this game. So for us to fix it, this is a little quick fix. It's if it says you're running in DirectX 11, you have to change the game to DirectX 12, restart the game, boot back into the game, turn off ray tracing, close the game boot it back up turn on DirectX 11 and then basically restart yeah. it again and then you'll be good so it's like it won't yeah. even let you turn off ray tracing because because the settings know hey you can't use ray tracing on DirectX 11 it's right. like we are anyways We're, we don't care <laughs> screw the rules we have money you know right so basically you need to restart the game three times which if it wasn't for us yeah. and actually trying we'd have just been like ah whatever screw this game we're not playing anymore right because oh, obviously whatever for somebody that's new did, to it, PC and oh, doesn't know any of that yeah. stuff like the patch it's is terrible. broken, I guess. The patch broke the right. game. So I, right. I guarantee you there's probably tons of stuff on Twitter and their forums or whatever they have saying, hey, the game's broken. And then they're saying, right. oh, yeah, no, we broke it because we don't we actually turn on ray tracing and your well, 650 that's Ti where, is crying. And blew that's up. something where like diagnosing through crash logs and stuff like yeah. that, like would be really hard to figure out that, oh, hey, in the settings, it's lying to them that ray tracing mm-hmm. is off. Yeah. Uh, and <clears throat> for some reason ray tracing is enabled on a non rtx card yeah it's like a false positive like, right yeah it's it's like dude how are you supposed a to customer that? is going to is going to message you saying the game runs like ass mm-hmm. and then you're going to be like oh did you update your drivers and then yeah. they're going to be like yeah i updated the drivers and it still runs at five fps and they're just like oh i think there's something else wrong with your system like yeah. no it's because your your settings literally lied to us <laughs> yeah literally and if it wasn't for us just like 
actually trying to troubleshoot because we're like oh it's game pass it's probably game pass's fault because that's usually a good excuse right it's kind of like oh i'm playing a game in origin origin's probably breaking it just because that's it's typical that's a good reason i mean right that's what it's it sucks because i feel like that a lot of people try stuff on game pass right i know a lot of people Mm -hmm. in our discord they're like hey i'll go play the game on game pass if i like it i'll buy it on steam right because that's just kind of the the mindset i feel like most people probably have i know yeah i know people that do that yeah so if you're like i play on game pass it doesn't it doesn't work so i'm not gonna buy on steam right so the problem with the the good and bad of game pass it's like it's basically like having netflix it's like you don't actually own it but you can watch or stream whatever you want right yeah until they take it off and (laughs) right (laughs) you know um but I don't know, like, if they're like, hey, we finally put out this patch that fixes co-op. And there's tons of people like us who are like, oh, sweet. Now we can finally. go back and play your game. Yeah. Possibly we end up paying for another month of Game Pass because now it actually works, right? And then we start up and it doesn't work. So it's like, all right, screw Game Pass. Screw these people. I'm going to give them a zero out of 10 on every yep. review that I can saying the game runs like crap. Because and you know people what? are very rash like that. And And you know what? Honestly, in our defense... We could have done that and been fine. And if most people did that, I wouldn't feel bad. That's the developer's fault, 100%. If you put out a patch and you don't actually go and test to see if it's working, that's that's on you, bro. Well, it's not even... I understand what you're saying, right? But yeah. it's the fact that the Game Pass version for almost every single game that's out there that's not a first-party Microsoft game, the Game Pass version gets neglected. Oh, yeah. Because they're not making money off of it. I mean, I know they're making money I, off of it, but not yeah. probably not as much as they are on Steam, right? Right. Because they're getting a 70 30 split. Whereas Game Pass, Game Pass probably pays them a set amount to just have it on there for however long. Something. Yeah. We have no idea how the revenue cut is on there. But it's just the fact that the Game Pass version gets neglected. And that's a bad image on Game Pass. And Mm -hmm. I even, over the past month, had an issue where Game Pass wouldn't let me install anything because it didn't detect any of my drives. And I had been using it for months before that. Yeah. It just didn't, like, you would go and you would try to select that, like, uh, set up a new game folder and it just wouldn't allow me to open up the drop down menu i had to wait for uh, xbox to update game pass and then eventually oh guess what all of my drives that are formatted for game pass mm-hmm. showed up again well, and it recognized all my games and stuff i was like I've, cool that was completely out of, out of my control and i couldn't use the service i'm paying monthly for for mm-hmm. about two to three weeks well and i remember i had the exact same issue and i ended up reformatting windows to get it to work Yes, you did. Because I was, was trying to play ago. I was trying to play the Master Chief collection when that came out and I was like, yeah. I literally I had the exact same issue. It's like I it cannot detect my hard drives or anything. And so that's yep. the thing that we're saying, like Game Pass, as much as we've talked about over the past year and a half, like Game Pass is a Praise great service. It. Yeah. Game Pass really is a good service. When it works. When it works is yes. a really good service. It has a lot of issues, but for the ten dollars a month you pay, it's like if you can get it to work and you can work out some of the bugs and kinks then it's honestly still like they're getting day one games it's crazy yeah like it's it is a good service for what it is right? well yeah you got ea play in there as well so you have exactly. ea plays entire catalog which is amazing yeah it's it's good speaking of which if we're done talking about the ascent i'm talking about a game yeah. that i played today so there is another game pass game that actually worked surprise it only nice. crashed, <laughs> it only, crashed it only crashed twice for me but i think that's just because i'm having issues and I think my 1080 that zombie sold me might be slowly on its way out. Hopefully not. <laughs> on the fritz. Ho- hopefully not. So uh, I know you've helped me recently with uh, lowering the voltage and core clock and stuff like that for mm-hmm. MSI, which 
my computer keeps restarting because I keep forgetting to like boot up MSI Afterburner <laughs> and doing that. Yeah. Uh, but I rolled back my drivers and I've been doing that. And so far, everything has been okay. working a little bit better. So okay. hopefully that's the case. But there's a game called Omno, O-M-N-O. And it just came out literally a couple, I think on the 27, oh, wow. 28, okay. like it literally just came out like a couple of days ago or maybe yesterday. I'm not sure. So I, <laughs> so I started playing it today and I beat it today. And it's wow. about a it's about a three hour game. And if you've played, um, I guess the closest thing to compare it to is something like Journey or even okay. Abzu, which is kind of like yeah. it's a maybe pu- the same people. Oh, really? Those are I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So it is a like a puzzle platformer, but it's it's made by a solo developer, right? Um, and I kind of told you backstory. I'm not gonna go into the show. You can look it up if you want. Okay, first impressions. Boot up the game. I'm like, okay, this game is like less than a gig. I think on Game Pass, and it looks kind of interesting. It's like voxel sort of world. I was like, okay, it doesn't look like anything crazy. It looks really chill. So I was like, I feel like just playing something that Min- minimal like Journey. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't look up anything for the game. I was just like, it's on Game Pass. That's the benefit of Game Pass. I just download it and try it, yeah. right? So I go to the settings. I'm like, okay, there's like barely any settings, right? You know, the one thing they did, they did have a FPS setting. So you could put it 60, 140, 240. Like those are the settings. Okay. So I was like, all right, so this guy's a PC gamer. He knows what's up. Like he knows, it's, <laughs> you know, so it's like, okay, cool. Like a little, very minimal graphic settings, everything. No sound settings. So I was like immediately on. Yeah, that's on, really off-putting right away. Immediately on guard. Cause I was me you know, like, most of the time I'm like, I'm probably going to uninstall this if they don't have sound settings. Cause the game is, <laughs> cause the game is pretty loud. Right. Yeah. And so like, okay. I was like, let me boot it up. Let me just see. Right. So. As someone that is like the video game music connoisseur, yeah, I launch into the game and it starts playing this like almost like angelic kind of like humming, like orchestrated music. And I was like, all right, I'm I'm vibing already. Like I'm super <laughs> into this because that's like totally my my type of music. If yeah. you're trying to play something that's like kind of relaxing, I was like, because it definitely reminded me a lot of like Journey or Abzu. It's like it's kind of like flying you through this like. Uh, world really looks really good. There's you're flying on like a dinosaur type thing. Like everything looks it's like pretty dope. It, everything kind of looks like it's out of Spore or like uh, No Man's Sky type situation. Mm, that's that's not a compliment. <laughs> well, not I mean just like everything's like weird shapes and stuff, right? Okay, yeah. So yeah. it's not like it's not like Fantastical. polygons, but it's just like there's like is that like a dinosaur fish thing? Like what's happening? Yeah. Right? It's just kind of like <laughs> it looks crazy. So I was like, okay. In the beginning, you're just kind of walking around. You're just this little dude with a staff, kind of basically like Kid Gandalf. And you're like walking around <laughs> and you're like, okay, you can jump and you can jump and you can like, you can grab onto ledges and pull yourself up. That's basically all you can okay. do. So it's like, okay, I'm kind of walking around. A walking and, sim. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is like the world. And it's like kind of like you walk out into a ledge and then it opens up and does like a whole panoramic view of, the, of this area. So I was like, okay, it looks pretty good for whatever it is, right? Tell me to press R. Gives me like a little like hologram mini map around my staff. Your staff is like doing all of the stuff, right? Okay. I go up to this little like cube thing and it's like, oh, we're going to give you dash. So you click and you can like dash there. I was like, okay, cool. Like, okay. Kind of like, I, I feel yeah. this. Like you're kind of moving around. Music the entire time is amazing. Like music is 10 out of 10. And you know me, I'm like <laughs> very picky about video game yeah. music. And I was like, I was feeling it the entire time. I mean, other than having to get up to go to the restroom, I play the game straight, like through the whole game. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know why. I was just Saturday. I was like, okay, I'm just kind of relaxing. Everything good. Uh, we're good. Um, and just like, dude, I don't know what it is about this game. 
but maybe it's because it's like, I just want to play something. All your stress is being relieved. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of chilling. <laughs> um, but yeah, I gave this game an 85. My personal, because I'm doing my like wow. kind of personal ranking and like trying to beat games this year. So yeah. I gave it 85 and I played it today and it's like, yeah, that's really high. That's higher than, you know, I think short game, really good music, really simple concept and uh, kind but of executed puzzles, well, executed well. So it's like some puzzles, but not really overly complicated. The animations and stuff for because basically as you go through the game, you kind of unlock like new like powers like, OK, yeah. now you can float. Now you can kind of like teleport, right. whatever. Right, right. One of the best things without spoiling anything is that you can turn your staff into you can surf on your staff. So almost like think it's like your staff turns into like a skateboard. So like if you're yeah. going down a hill, like you'll speed up and you can jump almost like staff Tony Hawk kind of style. <laughs> so staff pro skater. Yeah, exactly. But they actually like purposely when you get that, they let you go through an area with a lot of hills and stuff just so you can like literally just mess around on your staff and like kind of yeah. feel it out. That's awesome. And then and then they incorporate it as you learn new powers, they incorporate it into the puzzles. It's like, oh, you need to like get on your staff and like do like a time trial where you have to like kind of surf through these rings and then teleport and dash and do stuff like that. Not anything too complicated where you're like getting stressed out yeah. about it, but just enough to like kind of keep you interested with the next area because it's like, okay, now I'm gonna lock something different and I have to like incorporate that power into the next thing. Right. Like Very, Metroidvania or yeah. like Zelda ask, you know. But definitely way more relaxing than those type of games because it's like <laughs> stress those definitely will like stress you out because you're like yeah. Oh, now with the backtrack to the beginning to unlock that one thing that I couldn't do before. <laughs> yeah, this is like all forward progression pretty much. Um, yeah, it was definitely worth checking out. If you want something that's just like, hey, I don't really know what I want to play right now, but I want to play something kind of calming, relaxing, end of the day. And it's all it's all set up into chapters, like levels. So there's like 10 chapters. So it's like, don't feel that you have to play the whole thing straight by any means. All right. Yeah. Nice. Even to on Omno on uh, Omno. Game Pass. Uh, it's on Steam too, I believe. It's like twenty bucks. Play the Game Pass version. It's like a three-hour game. I wouldn't. Twenty pay bucks seven, is kind of steep for seven, a three-dollar or a three-hour game. And yeah, I'm not seven, saying like hours to price. I'm not trying to yeah. make that argument. I'm just saying it is twenty dollars is kind of a premier indie price. Yeah, exactly. And don't get me wrong, it's a good game, but I wouldn't have bought it on Steam. I would. Right. I would play it on Game yeah. Pass. And you know, so I, it's a great reason why Game Pass is awesome. Pay ten yeah. bucks a month. Get to play that game. It's already fifty percent off. Exactly. Technically. Yeah, technically. Plus everything else. So I I am uh apparently it took the guy, it's like a solo developer. It took him like five years to make it. So I'm hoping success of this, uh, he makes something else. Even if it's like it more, gets a studio, so it doesn't take another five years. <laughs> yeah, or kind of even even if it's like more of the same, you know, I'm like, yeah. hey, this is An like expansion a really, or something. Yeah, really good experience. Uh I enjoyed it a lot. So it's definitely it's definitely one of the highest rated games on my list of games that I've beat this year so far. Wow. Yeah, it's up That's there. A, all right. But I've High also praise. played a lot. I played a lot of Dukers this year, apparently. <laughs> so true. Fair enough. True. All right. You ready to jump into this topic that you're super Dude, excited about? Dude, my body about? is ready. I am super ready to talk about ready. MMOs, something I personally know a ton about. <laughs> no sarcasm involved <laughs> at all. Okay. So I kind of have this broken down into three parts. Uh, part okay. one being we're going to talk about what M MMO is to us and to the industry because it uh, seems to be different for every person for some freaking reason. Um, and then we're going to talk about um, the MMOs that I and you have 
personal experience with, mostly me, because I'm kind of the MMO guy, and yeah. uh, why they're popular and why I think they're popular, and kind of that whole spiel. And then we're going to talk about uh, some upcoming stuff, future stuff to look forward to. And uh, yeah, I think the whole gist with this, for me, is um, as someone that has been playing MMOs off and on since 1999, this is like, I don't know, I'll say like near and dear to me. You know, it's kind of like saying like, oh, Descartes loves cosmic horror and Dead Space because he talks about it all the time. Right? (laughs) To me, it's like, I talk about MMOs a lot of time, but I don't really play them. And there's a lot of reasons for that. One, MMOs are giant time sink, as everybody knows. Um, Two, there hasn't been something recently that has like pulled my attention, right? And and you and I were talking about this. Me personally, yeah. And you and I were talking about this earlier, is that an MMO is almost the perfect like backup game, right? Right. It's kind of like how Rocket League was to us, or even Counter-Strike was just for a long time. New games come out all the time. Like, you know, Game Pass example. Oh, a new game came out, so I'm just going to go play that, right? Yeah. But having something like a Final Fantasy or World of Warcraft or Warframe or Destiny, uh, having a game that's always like, oh, that's just kind of like you sit on your computer and you just kind of start it up, right? Because it's almost like second nature. You're like, oh, I'm just yeah. going to play this and screw around until... Oh, somebody gets on Discord and says, do you want to play something else? Okay, you can get off of it. It's not a big deal, right? Right. And then sometimes when you're really into it, it's like, that's your main thing. Like, that is your main game. I think a, a lot new of- expansion comes out or something yeah, like that. You're you like, get excited oh, about I'm it. feeling it. <laughs> yeah. And I think there's a lot of people that have that. And it's not, you know, I wouldn't say it's MMOs for everybody or even a lot of people. Because a lot of it's like, you know, Counter-Strike or Dota or League of Legends or... Well, Rocket League is a perfect example. Games are like 10 to 15 minutes long. So it's the perfect yeah. intermission game. Yeah. And uh, I think, man, this episode for me was r- extremely difficult. I struggled. I struggled writing notes for this. I struggled trying to talk about this. And it, it kind of... it. It's so weird. I... I didn't know why, right, at first, because I've talked to you about this off the air, too, a lot. And I'm just like, dude, for some reason, this episode, I am like, it's killing me, and I don't know why. <laughs> like, I'll go write some notes, and then I'll delete them, and I'll come back. And that's kind of like a weird behind-the-scenes, like, part of our creative process with the show is something that I think you and I have both found out. When you're writing show notes, or you're trying to prepare a show for the audience that is facts or kind of your opinion plus you're regurgitating yeah, yeah exactly you're kind of just putting a spin on oh this is something ram is ram right motherboards are right, motherboard. right. like it doesn't really change it's what it, it is yeah. what it is whereas mmos as we're about to go over are kind of like really subjective and not as uh cut and dry as you would actually expect them to be I guess especially when you're talking about like this is the new age of MMOs, right? Mm-hmm. That yeah. is 100% an opinion. <laughs> oh, 100, 100%. Because I'm sure there's a lot of people that definitely will not agree with me. Yeah. Um, so, okay. First thing we should go over before we get too deep into this is to you, what is an MMO? So an MMO to me is I immediately, as sort of a novice, right? I haven't played a ton. I played WoW a little bit and stuff like that and and tried out Final Fantasy with you guys and uh, Black Desert Online. I immediately think of WoW as the definitive MMO experience, mm-hmm. right? You okay. you have like a, 
a world where you can see 50 to 100 other players all doing their activities when you're doing activities. And then you yeah. can do raids and dungeons, stuff like that, while also seeing other people doing those as the same, like at yeah. the same time. Is that accurate? So basically what you're describing to me is an MMORPG, right? Okay. And most people, when you think MMO, you think World of Warcraft, right? That's yeah. It's the biggest MMO that's ever been in existence, right? If yeah. you think Battle Royale, I mean, other than us, everyone else thinks Fortnite, right? We're the I mean, only people PUBG. that are, yeah, we're <laughs> the only people who think that PUBG or like Apex Legends, right? That's what, yeah. When when you say Battle Royale, that's what we're thinking. Everyone else in the world thinks Fortnite because that's basically yeah. the biggest one, right? So uh, an MMO versus an MMORPG, and all an MMORPG is just role-playing game attached to an mmo right yeah so you know the original mmos are mmorpgs world of warcraft everquest you know star wars the original one guild wars stuff like that those are all mmorpgs okay so now the market has kind of not decided anything and decided that hey we're just not gonna say mmo because there's a stigma attached to it because World of Warcraft is for nerds. And then <laughs> kind of and then 10 years later, they're like, wait, we can say MMO now because MMOs are cool because video games aren't lame like they used to be. And right. now, now it's like, oh, it's just a bunch of sweaty nerds in their basement playing WoW. It's like, no, people want to play an MMO because when you say MMO, think, oh, there's more content there. It's more fleshed out. There's more to do instead of just a game that's co-op or whatever. Well, and also back in the day, MMO meant wow, right? It yeah. it, it meant that experience. Mm -hmm. But like you said, a little bit after that, it like kind of got hushed because nobody wanted to be associated with mm -hmm. wow because it was like kind of a stigma. Yeah. But now there's so many multiplayer games out there that have massive audiences that they're mm -hmm. like massive multiplayer online experience mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense so they're bringing yeah. it back the mmo name right yeah which as, as something that i haven't typed in here but you can probably uh, agree or disagree with me i know that uh whenever they're kickstarting start citizen they spent a lot of time saying it wasn't an mmo yeah yeah right <laughs> right yeah it's in 2013 2014 whenever they're doing the kickstarter like no it's not an mmo it's a it's a yeah, yikes <laughs> nine years ago i thought <laughs> they're like it's not an mmo it's a space sim with a persistent world where you can yeah. hang out with all these other people and it's like so it's a massively multiplayer space sim rpg like yes but it's not an mmo it's like okay yeah. Do you know what you're making? No, we obviously do not. As no. in 2021, we have also found that out. So, <laughs> uh, to me, an MMO is basically any game that is massive, has multiplayer, and is online, right? So, there's a big difference between. Wow. <laughs> Thanks. I know. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. So, that's the end of the show. See you guys later. <laughs> um, there is definitely a big difference between an, just MMO itself and MMORPG, right? Yeah. As we said, MMORPG, you think, wow, you think Final Fantasy fourteen, you think Elder Scrolls Online, Guild Wars 2, the big ones, the big hitters, right? Yeah. So you and I were having this debate. Okay, there's a difference between MMORPG, MMO, and something like MMO Lite, where I believe, and I think you and I both agree, something like Warframe or Destiny is MMO Lite. It's basically yeah. an online co-op game with MMO-type aspects, but also persistent world and like progression, right? So to a lot of people, they'd say, oh, yeah, Destiny is an MMO. It's like, okay, and I say it's an MMO light. Are either of us wrong? Not really. 
we're kind of saying the same thing with different words, right? Right. So that's the thing where a lot of people get hung up because in 2021, saying an MMO to some people like me is exciting. To other people, it's depressing, like you most likely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, usually it's a turnoff word for me. If I if I said, hey, this Amazon game New World is an MMO, you're like, oh, okay, cool, so I'm not going to play that. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's oh, like, cool, you have a new game coming out. That's great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, but if I if I told you and you had had not seen it or know anything about it, if I said, "Oh, uh you should you might like this this game called Warframe. It's uh it's like a third-person shooter where you're in space and you get to like slide around and like it's really yeah. cool. You pick classes. You'd be like, "Oh, that that sounds awesome." And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, but it's an MMO." You'd be like, "Oh, oh god." So right. there's like a million menus and like pop-ups and you're like playing an Excel spreadsheet and stuff. Grind out the wazoo. Yeah. And so if you hadn't seen it yourself or anything, you'd be like, oh, that sounds awful. But if you just go watch a trailer of Warframe not knowing what it is, you're like, okay, this game looks sick, right? This yeah. game looks super fun. And then you kind of get into it and you're like, okay, this is, oh, is this what an MMO is? Okay. Yeah. Maybe I, maybe I like MMOs. Yeah. I think I like MMOs. And I'm like, oh, if you like MMOs, you should go play Final Fantasy 14. It's basically like Warframe. And you're like, okay, cool. And you boot it up and you're like, this is not like Warframe at all. This yeah. is absolutely nothing. You know, I think we've made the comparison and it's it's kind of not fair that the closest thing to Warframe is Destiny. It is yeah, and it isn't. It is. it is and it isn't, right? Because it's a first person versus third person shooter. But they're both, both basically MMO lights. Right. That yeah, they share the same MMO light aspects. Mm-hmm. So, with that, all that being said, basically part one of this is what is an MMO and why do I even care? So, if you're a <laughs> PC gamer, right, and you don't know, obviously we just went over what an MMO is. Why do you care what that is? Okay. Well, a couple reasons. One, because there's a lot of games that you're probably playing that are MMOs that you didn't even know was an MMO, like <laughs> yeah. De- like Destiny. And yeah. uh, Warframe, obviously, being big examples of that. Something like the new Amazon game, New World, that we're going to talk about in a little bit, is also an MMO, which you might not even know that. You're like, oh, it just looks like a kind of co-op no, action uh, action adventure type game, right? I think if, all of the marketing, though, is, oh, the new MMO. True. But if you just watched the trailer of it without them saying true. that, okay, you would have just enough. said, oh, okay, it looks like a four-player co-op kind of, you go run around and you shoot baddies and do quests and stuff whatever oh it's that's like, your first it's mistake like, it's like Skyrim. there are no four-player co-op games anymore only I, three-player co-op the fourth games. player is dead player <laughs> four's controller's been disconnected they were sacrificed <laughs> to hopefully have better games but they were that sacrificed backfired. on the altar of mmos <laughs> yeah so now we can have six-player co-op which that's, hey. what's, that's what's weird okay so it's like i know we've talked about this before it's like okay you have you had four-player co-op now it's three but even in destiny they're like oh so now when you do a raid, it's six people. So it's just three times two. And it's yeah. like, what happened to the other two guys? They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, dude, they, they found this crazy thing called a dice. And they just uh, roll it every time they decide how many players are allowed in something. Oh, I thought you were talking about Battlefield developers. Yikes. Anyways, so uh, we're going to go over real quickly kind of the different kind of like structures of MMOs, and then that way we can move on to actual MMOs and kind of talk about them. So there's a couple of different payment models, and that's really how you can break out the different MMOs, in my opinion, regardless of whether it's an RPG, whether it's a shooter, whatever, right? 
So there's buy to play, which is stuff like New World that's coming out, and uh, Guild Wars Two. Guild Wars, Guild Wars, and Guild Wars Two were basically the first big MMO RPGs that weren't doing subscription model because subscription, okay. subscription, weirdly enough, has like come and gone and come back with a vengeance, just like everything else is subscription now. Spotify, yeah. Netflix, Hulu, all your hey. Cut, cut your cables. Subscribe to Peacock TV. It's like, dude, right. what? All you're doing, all I'm doing is paying for channels like I was before. Now I'm getting and less I'm content. More, more now. Money. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, it took it took these big companies a little while to to catch up to Netflix and Hulu and everything. And they're like, oh my god, we can just charge for stuff that we just had rolling with commercials. We don't even need commercials. We don't even need ads. Yeah. The next the next big thing is going to be bundling all of them in for one price. And you're yeah. like, oh my god. It's cable again. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> we've been bamboozled, boys. <laughs> Marty, we yeah. need to go back. Yeah, exactly. So, hey, I I still appreciate streaming because basically everything's just on demand. It's like it was gonna happen. No, yeah, regardless. there's no commercials. Yeah, except when you go on a crappy service like HBO that tries to throw in a bunch of commercials before the uh, actual stuff starts. Or NBA Two K Twenty One. Or yeah, or that. <laughs> or yeah. Big, yeah, maybe. Do you think they play commercials for Space Jam? <laughs> oh man, their sales are dropping. Watch oh, out, they're plummeting. Okay, so yeah, we have buy to play, which, which to me, as someone that's played a ton of MMOs, this is the ideal. Uh, this is the ideal, but business model, right? We, payment I mean, we model. have talked about this before on a, the payment episode, episode monetization yeah. episode, where subscription is you feel like you need to justify your payment every month when you play that game, mm-hmm. right? And there is technically a finite amount of time that you have to play that game for your dollar because yeah. you are going to be paying $15 every single month to play it. And there's yeah. only a certain amount of time each month that you're allowed to play it because you yeah. have to sleep, you have to eat, you have what? to go to work, you have to drive home, right? So that leaves a very finite amount of time to get out of your $15, right? Yeah. Whereas buy to play is you pay $40 once and then you could play it for a thousand hours, 2000 hours and your dollar per hour figure continues to diminish and get yeah. smaller and smaller and smaller. Now we're yeah. not saying that that dollar per hour way of thinking about uh, the worth of the game is correct. I'm just yeah. saying that it does soften the blow if a game has issues. Yeah. Well, and so there's, um, this even with stuff like Guild Wars and even New World, right? So there's gonna be a buy to play. You know, it's forty bucks. And I think Guild Wars Guild Wars two started out as buy to play, and now it's basically free to play with expansions. So it's kind yeah. of both. Uh, it kind of has the Destiny business model, where like, hey, we're going free to play. We're gonna gut all the content, and then yeah. uh, you can pay for expansions and play new stuff, which we'll get to in a little bit. But the buy to play, in my opinion, is the ideal way. I'd rather pay forty dollars for a game. And then guess what? A year down the road, they ha- if I still am enjoying the game or I want to come back and play it, and they say, hey, it's $40 for the next expansion with all this new content. Put another $40 in. Cool. I'm totally fine with that. If so $80 add- for, add for two years worth of service, which yeah. would have costed you $15 a month for like other MMOs. Yeah, exactly. Like, you, yikes. Yeah, you the price comparison more. there is like insane. Well, and that's the thing, too. I know New World is going to have a cosmetic shop, right? Like, hey, we're not yeah. going to have any, like, pay-to-win stuff in it. It's just going to be extra clothes and whatever you want. 
I personally, and we've talked about this many times, I don't have a problem with cosmetics because it really doesn't yeah. that matter to me. Oh, that guy's wearing like a boat, uh, bidet. Bidet is the, the <laughs> toilet thing. What am I talking about? Bandana. That's what I was trying to say. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing okay. a bidet. The, okay, a little immersion breaking, but whatever. I guess it's cool if you want to do that. Team Fortress you know. 2? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like, hey, that guy spent a bunch of money and he's glowy and he's got dragon wings and he's shooting fire yeah. breath out of his eyes. Whatever, cool. Who cares? Like, it doesn't really matter to me. If you want to spend money on cosmetics, it still annoys me that those things are like seven dollars a piece. Yeah, but well, I'm not going to dock the game if for that. It necessarily. Hey, as if you have to have cosmetics in your game to monetize, so where I, as a player that doesn't care about that, doesn't have to spend any more money on your game, I'm okay with that because people are going to do it, right? People are going to spend money in your game. I don't believe as a developer, you should limit the amount of money that people can spend on your game. Now, as as long as there's no pay to win features, right? If people yeah. can open up loot boxes and get random cosmetics and they want to spend tons, thousands of dollars on it, go for it. That's on them. That's a personal choice that you make. I've done it on Path of Exile, done it on Counter-Strike before. Yes, it's kind of gambling, whatever, but you're an adult. Grow up. That's what happens, right? Do I think that it should? Eh, I have my own issues with it. But cosmetics, if it's not affecting the power and the actual gameplay, doesn't really bother me, right? The developer, if I only spend $40 on the game over a year, the developer has to make money. They're just, they can't yeah. just not, they can't just take a one-time payment. Like, okay, cool, because that's called a single-player game, yeah. <laughs> right? You're, you're basically, when a, a, when a model like that is introduced, you're basically the player that's playing the game and enjoying the gameplay while the developers are like on fire fighting with like yeah. consumers who are like, oh, it's gambling and stuff like that. You're just yeah. trying to enjoy your game while yeah. like everything around you is burning down. <laughs> what is that? What is that? What is that meme where it's like peop- you're sitting in your computer and the windows open, the sun's coming up and you just like shut the window, you shut the, oh, yeah. the blinds <laughs> yeah. to keep playing your game. Yeah, yeah there's like pitchforks outside. Yeah, pretty much how I feel about it. Okay, so that's buy to play model. Uh, the free to play model, which everybody knows, is stuff like obviously Fortnite, League of Legends, all that stuff. But as far as yeah. MMOs go, Elder Scrolls Online is a huge one. Star Wars: The Old Republic and Destiny Two, big ones, all with a very Warframe. big ca- and Warframe Two, all with a very big caveat. Free to play is definitely, in my opinion, especially for MMOs, is more like a free trial slash demo to see if you like the game. Yeah, Star Wars Elder Scrolls have subscriptions. You don't have to pay for them, but your gameplay is super, super limited without them, right? And then also games like Destiny, Warframe, and POE, which is not necessarily an MMO, but it does have some MMO light aspects, and we'll talk about that later. Those three games have a certain price point where once you reach that price point of purchasing certain items, the game after that is basically completely playable and you don't really have any issues with it. Yes. So even like something like Destiny, right? You Technically, you don't spend any money, but you're only going to be able to do so much, right? You're going to have to eventually buy an expansion, buy DLC, whatever, to continue progressing in the game, right? Yeah. It is is objectively free-to-play for games like that, persistent live service games like MMOs, are free trials at this point yeah yeah Yeah. um so there are some games that have really really good free trials right like you can get a lot of content out of them path of exile is one that's mmo light you can play path of exile for literally thousands of hours without spending a dime if you want to destiny 2 kind of not as much you can kind of only do so much 
technically you could keep playing the game and not getting anywhere if you wanted to yeah. just keep playing pvp yeah. or whatever right um even warframe hey if you get as much time in the world as you want True. you don't ever have to spend a dime in warframe you can True. technically trade people get the in-game currency do all that it's just gonna take like forever forever right yeah if you got tons of time time's on your side baby go grind grind to your heart's content right right where it's stuff like elder scrolls and star wars is not as it's not as uh free reign as that like you're definitely super limited with the games so in my opinion uh since those are somewhere in between like free and premium which is the next category we're going to talk about it's like hey if you do enjoy the game pay the subscription until you don't enjoy the game anymore and stop paying for it yeah. right so the big boys that everyone likes to talk about the premium cremo premium the cream of the crop world of warcraft and final fantasy 14 this there's other games too but these are definitely the ones that everybody talks about this is the premium you but you pay for the game you pay for the expansions, you pay monthly. Like you're just paying, 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 right? You just pay tons nickel of money. Nickel and dime. Nickel and dime everything. And they got they got microtransaction shops. They got every everything you want to buy, get out mom's credit card because we're gonna go yeah. wild, right? <laughs> um but this is also like the triple A studio cream of the crop. They know what they're doing, supposedly, according right. to some people. According to their fan <laughs> according to their fan bases, they know what they're doing, right? Yeah. So this is like the premium MMO experience. So that's kind of the three different models there are. It's 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 so weird because MMOs are such a weird like since they're live they're the original live service game, right? And they're such a weird kind of like organic experience because they literally will fluctuate between those three business models all the time. Yeah. So the only thing that realistically hasn't changed is WoW and Final Fantasy. But Final Fantasy fourteen has a free trial that you can play the first game and the first expansion for free without ever paying a dime, without paying subscription, without doing anything. You can literally play the game up to level 70, which is pretty crazy for an MMO. That's like that's like hundreds of hours of content without paying a dime. Realistically, yeah. even thousands if you wanted to max all your characters out, right? Which I thought about doing, then I was like, no, nah, that's too much of a time sink. I can't, I, I can't, I can't do it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there's some things that limit you, whatever. But it's like, if you want to do it, you could literally yeah. not pay a dime. Just like Warframe and Destiny, whatever. Like, when, I don't know. I kind of mentally, as I get older, I'm like, oh, I could just grind this out. But it's like, or I could pay like $5 and skip like 100 hours. So it's like, uh, you get to a certain point where you're like, I'd, I'll spend the $10 to skip all that crap. You yeah. know what I mean? Okay, so I believe that the the genre of MMOs has definitely evolved over the past 30 years. Uh, it's funny because it it used to be such a niche thing. And as we said before, like it was very like stigmatized to play MMOs. You're like, if you played WoW, you kind of didn't tell people unless they also yeah. played WoW. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? It's kind of like, like, oh, if someone asks, like, what games do you play? You're like, ugh. Even me, I'm like, I just play a lot of Maple Story. I'm like, yeah, I play Counter Strike, Halo, Counter Strike, Call of Duty, Call of Duty. Oh, you play Call of Duty? I'm like, I don't play Call of Duty, but what do I say? So much pressure until it. Whenever you do talk to someone, and there's always that one person that even know maybe they didn't understand social cues back in the day that just didn't care. Like, oh, I play WoW. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, what's up, buddy? Play WoW? Yeah, yeah, nice. 
Oh, what do you play? <laughs> yeah. And then you're when like, everybody's being introduced in the class and you hear that one kid that, like you said, doesn't understand social cues and they're like, ah, my favorite game is, uh, is wow. And yes. like suddenly you're like, I will befriend that kid. <laughs> yes. We are now friends. And it's like for the horde. And they're like, <laughs> so, uh, it is funny that it was so stigmatized for such a long time. And now it's one of those things where every like super, you know, whenever WoW Classic got announced, it was like everyone's yeah. like, dude, I haven't played since I was 15. Now I'm 30 with, you know, job and kids and everything. And I can't yeah. wait to like go back and play. And it's like it's totally flip flopped where the stigma that used to exist is like, oh, if you're not playing Classic WoW, then you're a nerd now. Like, you're well, the, it's because you, you the, suck, right? Because the older people that used to judge the younger kids for doing that are now the older the people. Old- yeah, exactly. And like, oh, these stupid now, kids. Now, darkness, you don't... the turntables have turned. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing, too, is like all these kids playing Fortnite. You don't know what it was like getting PvP'd in the beginning zone and wow. Yeah. Getting murdered. I'm fighting for my freaking life. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think, too, with me, uh, as I said before, I've been playing MMO since 1999. Uh, and as me being the MMO guy, I haven't done like a really good job of being the MMO guy and But that's not necessarily your fault. And it's not it's not really my fault. Uh I think I think uh obviously tastes change over time. Time frames change if you don't have as much time. It's kind of weird because it's like I still play games a lot, so it's not saying like, oh, I don't have time for MMOs. Like I do, I just choose not to, right? I just choose <laughs> to play other stuff, right? Yeah. Um and there also hasn't been a like specific game that has like scratched that itch. And I know, you know, obviously John's not here, but John and I have talked like, man, you know, we talk about Aeon all the time. We talk about playing WoW together. We talk about yeah. playing, you know, whatever game where it's like, ah, oh, that was the game where it's like you you're excited when you go home. And that to right. me, that's what MMOs have always been. Like I'm getting off of work. I'm excited to go home and keep playing, keep progressing, have my character get stronger. Oh, tonight I leveled up enough. We can go to that dungeon, you know, like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Right? So I'm hoping that some games that are coming out in the future will hopefully scratch that itch. Because I'm not a person... I didn't really play WoW Classic. So whenever the WoW Classic came out, everyone is excited that played WoW back in the day. Oh, when I was young, I used to play it. That's awesome. I, I want to relive that experience. I have that experience with different games, and none of them really exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you they've, know? Or, they've kind of been wiped off the face of the earth. And and me personally, other than, you know, with John and stuff when I was older, there hasn't been that a lot of times when I played MMOs, I played by myself. Like I didn't play with I didn't have people I played MMOs with. I was kind of like I would find people when I played a game, but that was kind of it. I never like there yeah. wasn't. Oh, this is a group of people I always play MMOs with. It's very yeah. niche. And just like gamers in any kind of genre, everybody is. It's not all the time where you meet people that game hop like you and i do yeah. <laughs> yeah you know or a lot of people in the discord like there's people that like oh i play halo i'm like what else do you play like i play halo three and two and sometimes four you're like yeah. oh okay what else do you do like no that's it that was my library i just told you like oh okay <laughs> cool whereas like as some people in the discord and stuff have come to find out we're like flip-flops dude we're changing every day we're yeah <laughs> We're like, oh, we're playing Every day is a new adventure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're playing this, and it's like, hey, you should buy this game. It's awesome. There's a lot of people that are like, I'm not buying any more games. So you tell me to because you guys <laughs> Because you are... play them for a week, and then you yeah. drop them. And you're like, 
I, my wife has told me that a lot. She's like, "What? Why do you just buy a game and then you play it and then you just stop?" I'm like, "Cause that's what gamers do." I'm on PC. I have a lot of options. I gotta, I gotta branch out. I gotta diversify. <laughs> my 401k is my Steam account, and I'm trying to diversify. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I think, I think, obviously, you haven't had that MMO experience of playing a game at launch. Um, Never. And you guys have constantly mentioned that when you bring up MMOs is like, that is yeah. the best thing about MMOs. Yeah, it is. And John's going to uh, miss that for New World. Yikes. And he is not happy about it. Um, well, I guess we're maybe, hopefully it comes maybe. out <laughs> maybe. Um, But yeah, I think New World is kind of that game. And hopefully I don't have to bite my tongue later and listen to this episode in a month and it's everything's a disaster. <laughs> uh, but New World is probably the closest thing that I can feel it hopefully will help kind of scratch that itch and have, you know, we have a decent sized group of people in the discord that want to play. So that's kind of, kind of, I don't want to say that's what started the mindset of this episode. I wanted to talk about it for a while. I mean, it is though. Let's be honest. It's kind of the spark. It's kind of the spark that ignited the fire, right? Yeah. Was it mocking Jay or whatever? so uh last thing before we move on to part two i think the biggest issue that i have had over the past i want to say probably 10 years um with mmos in general is that you get so excited for it and there's so many mmos that are constantly quote-unquote coming out you get so yeah. excited for it and then it finally releases and it's like a massive disappointment, right? And then yeah. you're like, the next big thing, disappointed. Next well, big thing. Well, thank God. Thank God they come out with the with the betas. I mean demos. I mean alphas, pre-alpha super beta chocolatey edition. Yeah. So you get to test it out before the game launches and you can really see how disappointed you're gonna be at launch. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I think that's the the issue with MMOs is like something like New World. I quote unquote pre-order that on Amazon in 2016. It's been five years, right? Yeah. And there's some games here that we'll talk about that have been in development for a long time. But dude, it's crazy because these games, I mean, even look, uh, Star Citizen, it's been developed for nine years. It's like yeah. how many people backed it are dead now? <laughs> like literally. You yeah, know a I handful, mean? definitely. Definitely a handful, right? But it's like, it's not, you know, even Cyberpunk, everyone's like, oh, Cyberpunk took forever to make, you know. Duke Nukem Forever took forever to make, and it was terrible. It's like no. Cyberpunk. Oh, Duke Nukem Forever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, took forever, right? MMOs are, like, notorious for taking forever. And then, you know, and there's a whole aspect of, like, content bloat, and that you could, you could, yeah. we could spend an entire podcast, which maybe we will in the future, about content bloat in video games. That's a good idea. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> um, But, yeah, it's, I think, for me, being the quote-unquote MMO guy, it's... You can only get burned so many times before you're like, I just, I'm so numb to the pain. I don't care anymore. <laughs> that, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, you can't it sounds, hurt me anymore. Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, oh, what is that movie? Mr. Deeds with Adam Sandler, where his foot's yeah. black from hypothermia. And he's like, hit uh. my foot with the, the poker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how, that's how I feel about MMOs, where it's just like, <sighs> cautiously optimistic. It's not even that. I just am like, cool hopefully it comes out and doesn't suck we're gonna find yeah. out i'm so jaded now even in gaming in general when you get the older you get the more times you burn you're jaded but mmo specifically for me because i'm like 
how many times I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna play the betas. I'm gonna excited. I'm gonna look at guides and all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah. and this game is terrible. All right. Yep. So we are now gonna go over some games that aren't terrible, supposedly, according to me. And that's it. So we got to talk about the big boy first. Uh, Final Fantasy 14 approximately has about three million players daily, and I'm constantly. Wow, okay. I'm constantly seeing articles about how the servers are so jam-packed full of people and Square Enix literally is apologizing to people because they literally, because the Silicon shortage cannot buy more servers. It's crazy. (laughs) It's like, in what world would you assume that you just can't play the game because it's jam-packed with so many people? Yeah. Means it must be a pretty good game, right? Plot twist. Amazon owns uh, Amazon web servers. Surprise, surprise. And they have a new MMO coming out. Good way to stifle competition is not giving out more servers to your competition. You're like, oh, no. I guess you'll have to go try out our new game coming out September 28th. Weird. <laughs> Beta on yeah. September 9th. It'll have plenty of servers. Yeah, we have almost infinite servers because we're Amazon. Exactly. Exactly. So, um... I'm kind of what I'm going to do with these games. And obviously you can butt in for any parts that you agree or disagree with and games that you've had experience with. I'm going to talk about the best key feature, the best single feature, in my opinion, for the actual game. And then some pros and cons of each of each one. Okay. Kind of the context concept. I don't know words anymore. I've had too Dang. much coffee today. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Uh, so Final Fantasy 14 has been out since 2013. It's made by Square Enix. Shockingly enough, it's the 14th in the Final Fantasy series. Crazy. What? what? I know. That's where they got the name from. It's so weird. Yeah. So uh, the best key feature, in my opinion, is that you make one character, and that character can be every single class and every single job in the game. So okay. literally, you equip a bow, you're a ranger. You equip a sword, you're a warrior. You equip a pickaxe you're a miner because that's actually a job so that is a blessing and a curse for a lot of people that's the same system new world has doesn't it the classless system well okay but final fantasy actually calls them classes and jobs they actually do whereas new world when we get to that they're like we don't have classes you equip a weapon and that's your class it's like wait a second (laughs) i've seen this before (laughs) it's the old uno reverse what are you doing yeah. Uh, when we talk about New World, we'll get into that because you okay. and I have talked about that before and argued like, wait a second. Yeah. Can't do that. That's illegal. <laughs> That's cheating. So the Stop, fact you that... violated the law. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I think this is a pro and a con. So as someone that likes to min max and like. It's it's a good thing if you want to be able to play every job, right, without having to make new characters, right? Yeah. It's bad if you like role playing in an MMO, which is part of playing an MMO, in my opinion, because it's like, I'm a mage and this is my character. This is my attitude. And now I'm a farmer and now I'm a (laughs) warrior. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's I can see where people have issues with it. It it is nice, though, because Final Fantasy 14 as a premium MMO has subscriptions, right? But they do have two different subscriptions. They have one that I believe is only $10 a month if you only have one character per server, or they have one okay. where you can have like unlimited characters per server. It's like 15 bucks a month, right? And since technically you can play every character on one character, you can technically get a discounted subscription by only doing that. Right. 
which when I played, I'm like, why would I make another character? Because in my brain, if you're like min-maxing, I'm like, I don't care what my guy looks like if he's a mage or right. a warrior or whatever. <laughs> I don't, you know, it doesn't matter to me. I do like the fact that the uh, the like trade skills and stuff are actually jobs. Like, there's pros and cons to that too, but it's actually kind of cool because it's the only game that does that. Most of the time, like if you're playing WoW, it's like, oh, I'm a miner. You just like go up to an ore and you click it and you're like, I'm mining. Cool. Yeah, it just happens. You know I, do you I mean? think that's partly just because it's so old, in comparison? Um, yes, but New World is also doing that. Like you literally just go chop down a tree, and it's the same thing. It's like your forestry is going up, right? You don't actually yeah. turn into like a lumberjack or something, you know? Right. Final Fantasy just likes to do that because they like making everything more complicated, in in a good and bad way, more interactive, okay. I should say. Um. So pros of Final Fantasy. Has really good graphics for an MMO. As it the, does. Is the asterisk for an MMO? It has really good graphics, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, it does. You've seen it. The game looks pretty dang good, especially compared to most MMOs that are out. Um, it it has really good what I call tactical gameplay because there is a two. I think it's two or two point five second global cooldown, right, in between your skills. So it's not like you're just spamming all of your skills. Like you have yeah. to wait in between. So there's definitely more of a like, hey, the boss is doing this. I need to like get out of the way. I need to do this. It is it is slower combat. Doesn't mean that it's it's really easy or anything. Cause they're def like the end game raids and stuff are ridiculous. I've seen people do them and they're like absolute bonkers. Uh the precision and stuff it takes to that stuff, I'm like, cool, I'm never doing this because it's <laughs> it's too much, right? Yeah. Um, but the gameplay, if you like a slower paced kind of MMO. It's it's there. It it definitely brings the like almost Final Fantasy sort of turn based type of combat. It's in, somewhere between active and turn based, right? Okay. It's it's active but slowed down. So some people like that, some people don't. I think it's a pro because on the market there's not a lot of stuff like it, you know. And it does. But if you are coming from other MMOs, it does take a little bit time to adjust to that, in my opinion. Gotcha. Um, and like I said earlier, it has one of the best free trials on the market. You can literally play up to level 70 without paying a dime. If you're playing single player, it's great. If you're trying to play with somebody else, it's not really going to work out because you can't, you can't party with someone else that's on a free trial. But if you're playing with somebody that is paying for the game, they can party with you. Okay. So there are some kind of loopholes. Like if you were playing with someone, technically only one of you would have to like pay for it and then you can play together. Right. You know, um, but honestly, even if you're playing a co-op experience, if one person is paying 10 bucks a month, the other person doesn't have to pay for probably a couple of months of content worth. I mean, yeah, that's seriously, there's nothing, there's nothing else like it. There's on the ways market. to min max that. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing else on the market. That's like it for that kind yeah. of value. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, another pro that I wrote down, it's not World of Warcraft right now. <laughs> so true. Uh, it's basically exploding in popularity. Uh, I would say one because uh, COVID pandemic, everyone's playing video games way more now than normal, and pretty much all of the huge WoW streamers have like left WoW to go play Final Fantasy. Multiple fi- reasons. Finally, yeah, a lot of streamers are playing it, and that's pushing like hundreds of thousands of people to play Final Fantasy right now. Um, and WoW is uh having issues with that. It's it's kind of like, hey, your game's old. You're not putting out good content anymore. Obviously, Blizzard's having tons of their own issues yeah. right now. And it's just kind of like the stars have aligned finally for Square Enix. And they've had a couple 
of decent expansions back to back where people are like, hey, this is really good content. And it's not, you know, the game constantly goes on sale. There's just a lot of factors. So yeah. uh, there's a reason that it's kind of number one right now and kind of it's killing it right now. And uh, if John was here, he'd probably be playing it because he was like addicted to it right before he left. He was. Uh, so cons slower paced gameplay not for everybody because it's definitely more tactical it's not like new world um it does have a monthly subscription which is like like i said 10 to 15 dollars a month depending on how, uh, how many characters you want to have um my biggest negative for this game is that the main story quests that you are forced to do to progress in the game uh are terrible they're extremely extremely boring to the point that the developers of the game have little will sell in the cash shop a main story skip, like a little yeah. potion you drink, and it skips the main story for yeah. your character. That's not that's, good. That's how you know that that's that's uh that's a big L, the big F in the chat for that. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and it's not cheap. Like I think to no. skip the main story for the first game, it's like twenty bucks or twenty five bucks. It's like literally almost the same price as the story. And I'm yeah. talking about the main story quest. And the expansion of the original story is like 200 quests. It's nothing to scoff at. I mean, it's like probably 100 plus hours of content. Now, if you're really into the main story and you like it, some people do, then good for you. That's just more content for you, right? If you're like me and you've done most of it before, you're like, skip, 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 skip. Oh, my God. Unskippable cutscene. Please kill me. Oh, my God. (laughs) No, no. To where... I was playing it and I was really enjoying the game and I made it to like, I don't know, level like 45, 50 ish. And I was literally just grinding main story quests over and over and over again. That took forever. And I was like, I stopped playing the game because of the main story quests. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not paying the money for them. This is, this is getting good. ridiculous. Other con. Uh, not everybody likes Final Fantasy. If you don't like Final Fantasy, don't play Final Fantasy 14 because it's very, it's definitely that style. very Final Fantasy. It's very Final Fantasy. All right. Destiny 2, made by Bungie Electric Boogaloo, uh, <laughs> has apparently approximately about 900,000 to a million players per day across all platforms, as far as whatever statistics I could find online. Destiny That's pretty impressive. Popping off, apparently. Uh, I'm going to say my best key feature, and then you've played this game, so you can too. Uh, the game feels incredible on PC when you're playing at high frame rates. 144 frame rates. This game is like buttery smooth. It's yeah. It feels it runs so well. good as a shooter. I mean, it, it feels like playing Counter Strike at 144 frames. You're like, yeah, man, this looks even for a dated game like Counter Strike or, or not Source. Uh, Go. You're like, this game looks pretty dang good when it's that yeah. smooth, right? Destiny. I remember us playing it even so recently. I'm like, man, I have a lot of issues with gameplay loop and stuff like that, but the game looks and feels really good. Like Bungie definitely nailed that. The PC port i guess or the pc yeah. version of the game uh, pc I mean, version I, they PC did version. i think they did enough work on it that it's actually a version not a port yeah what would you say the best key feature of destiny is uh i mean that's a good aspect from a technical standpoint it's really really good the gunplay i think is the best part and i i think anybody yeah. would tell you that the gunplay in destiny is unlike anything else out there yeah like they just know how to do guns really well even though the guns are a little bit repetitive, especially yeah. in the multiplayer where everybody just runs around with a hand cannon and a shotgun, right? Yeah. So it's, you know, there's there's pros and cons to their gunplay, but I feel like if you ask anybody what the best aspect of Bunge, of, of Destiny is, gunplay, hands down. 
And I think people would also say the story and the lore, even though they're really terrible at conveying that stuff to you. And yeah, with the previous expansion and the previous seasons, they have gotten a lot better at that, looking at, mm-hmm. you know, people's reactions and, and reviews to them. It's getting better. It's on the right track. They kind of stumbled after they left Activision and they went and did their own thing. But it mm-hmm. looks it does look like they are currently figuring out their rhythm to mm-hmm. releasing content, making story content and stuff like that. They've it's not been perfect, but I, promising. I think that promising the Destiny community would say that the future is promising for it. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think as someone, you know, we've uh, definitely had our issues with it, especially wanting to play it and realizing yeah. that like, hey, the part that we wanted to play. All of the is, content that we paid exist. for when it was a purchase is mm-hmm. all gone. Yeah. So quickly going through the pros of this great graphics, which I think you can agree. Game looks really good. Yeah. Uh, some of the best gunplay on the market. Honestly, yeah. as far as FPS go, unless you're talking about single player games you know something like doom or whatever yeah it's it's up there like it's definitely as far as you know mmo light whatever it's probably the best it's it's pretty much the best first person experience you know even when enemies are super bullet spongy with numbers right yeah but Um, you know that's the mmo aspect yeah so another pro that i put on here is kind of agreeing with you said it is an active development and it's always changing so as in they're always doing patches they're you know oh it's a live service (laughs) it's a live service and they're coming out the expansions and i i 100 percent agree with you Uh, a lot of people said oh uh bungie you know they're amazing and activision's holding them back so activision's like all right see you later and then bungie's like oh yeah we're awesome and then they uh realized that they weren't and maybe they I feel like their pride got hurt a little bit, and now they're hopefully getting humbled a little bit by, hey, not everything is an uh, eighty-five plus expansions and stuff. Like when yeah. you come out with content that people don't like, they're gonna crap all over you, and then you're like, okay, we kind of need a reset. And there's been a lot of developer uh, feedback that I've seen, and I just I don't pay attention to a lot of it, but I've seen a lot of people. Uh, I follow a lot of people on Twitter that are like big into Destiny for some reason, yeah, and a lot of their stuff is like, hey. The developers are like, we are trying to change the game. We are trying to make everybody happy. Obviously, you're not going to make everyone happy, but we do have a vision. It is going to take us a while to do that. Just like I know the new expansion got delayed to next year instead of this year, Um, which after stuff like Cyberpunk, I think all gamers are like, delays are kind of a good thing, right? I think almost everybody can agree that it's like, if you're doing your game, it's because it's not ready. And I'd rather, uh, what is it? a delayed game uh sorry a yeah no a delayed game is eventually good but a broken game at release is bad forever yeah that's what um miyamoto said the creator of mario so i think he knows what he's talking about (laughs) (laughs) yeah so uh some cons for destiny uh disney vault style content gating (laughs) removing old content they it's called sunsetting yeah. And in the recent season, they did sunset sunsetting because so many people were pissed. So they're not doing yeah. that anymore. But yeah. they didn't bring any of the sunsetted items back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so uh, um, yeah, and we've it was basically happened. just a free uh, button for them, the press of like, oh, what do we do about like number and and content bloat? Oh, uh, we'll just dump it all delete. And yeah. we'll call it sunsetting and people get pissed at us and then we'll be like, oh, we're never doing that again. But it's just yeah. it was just a free get out of jail free card for them, basically. 
Yeah, it was until the next four seasons or four seasons and expansions release, and then they have to do the same thing over again. Yeah, we've talked about it a bunch too after we got really upset about it. Yeah, but basically, it's uh, hey, uh, not enough people are buying our new expansion because there's too much content. So you should go buy our new expansion because now there's no more because content your to do. old content no longer exists. Exactly. Um, another con, uh. Free to play trial. I haven't played it recently because of the thing that we just talked about. Um, so yeah, there is it is free, but you are gonna hit a, a wall where you have to pay to progress. Um fairly quick too. Yeah, it's it's really quick. Like they've sped it up a lot. Um, so if you go into the mindset that Destiny is not a free to play game, it's a buy to play game like how it used to be, mm-hmm. then you're okay. Because it's like hey, buy to play spend expansions the... basically. Yeah. If I gotta spend the twenty, thirty bucks when it's on sale to play Destiny, then cool. If you're okay with that, yeah. then that's not really a con to you. It's kinda like paying for the game like yeah. normal. Uh and if you're not into looter shooters, which Destiny kind of is, uh actually that is, I would say, right? Yeah, oh yeah, constantly... it's a looter yeah, shooter. It's a looter shooter. If you don't like looter shooters, then you're not really going to like Destiny because that's pretty yeah. much all it is. It's just, hey, my numbers are getting better. That means I'm better, right? Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of looter shooters, let's talk about Warframe. Whoa. <laughs> Another shooter, a third-person shooter, albeit. Yeah. Warframe, if you haven't played it, has some of the coolest movement system in any game that I've ever played. Hands down, that's the best aspect of the game. It is. and. Uh, actually, I didn't even I didn't even realize I didn't re- read my own notes. That's what I wrote as my best key feature is the movement of that game feels great. Sliding, yeah. jumping, dashing, like wall running the, for as good as uh, of a power fantasy that as Destiny gives you. I feel mm-hmm. like Warframe does, in a sense, make it even better because Destiny or sorry, because Warframe doesn't have to worry about skills translating over into the PvP aspect. Because yeah. PvP in Warframe is non-existent. Yeah. The, it exists, but nobody plays it. Like, literally nobody plays it. It's You yeah. struggle to find PvP matches because everybody's just doing PvE content. So, yeah. because that is a thing, when they make a new character, it's what is the most OP abilities that we can give you because we yeah. don't have to balance it technically. Yeah. We're balancing around, like, really high-end, hard PvE content. Or basically like super bullet spongy enemies is like kind right. of the end 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 game, right? Um, so Warframe has about sixty to seventy thousand people, daily players per on Steam. It's also And that does on, peak when they release content. It, it sometimes yeah. it goes well over like a hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah. So yeah, and new they patches. Are on it's just like Yeah. So is it on Xbox? I know it's, it's on, on PlayStation. Both. It's on both now? Okay. Pretty sure is, it's on both. Is it on Switch? <laughs> is Warframe it is. on the Switch? Oh, it, it is. is, right? I don't know how well that runs. I'm very it runs pretty well. The okay. game runs really well on PC. Well, it's it's pretty optimized because even back in 2013, 2014, the game ran really well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's I, I used to Go play ahead. it at work on a uh, GT ten thirty. Okay, so yeah, it's pretty optimized. Which is a it's... little bit better than integrated graphics. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if Warframe what engine it's running. Their own is engine. It... Okay, it's not like a modified source engine like everybody else. No, no, it's <laughs> it's their own engine that they built, and they've changed it a ton. They've updated oh, okay. the engine like pretty much every two years. It gets a big upgrade. That's good. I mean, at least somebody cares about game engines, right? True. Yeah. So episode pro- on that eventually coming out. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Pros for Warframe, uh, other than it being free, uh, third person shooter with class based system. If you like, I mean, I think you have what four abilities, right? Per 
technically each frame is a class. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Your so, characters are your class. Yeah. Basically, if you're if you're new to Warframe, just play Rhino and you'll have a good time. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. Ah. Well, there's, there's, a, there's a bunch a, of there's a bunch there's, of fun ones. There's a lot of fun ones. Uh, stomping and knocking around in the air in slow motion, it feels amazing. And then yeah, destroying yeah. them. Rhino Neza? Neza or Nezka is yeah. a is a dude who has like he's like a dancer or whatever, mm-hmm. but he has these hula hoop kind of things that are mm-hmm. bladed at the end. So yeah. you just are you're just twirling around the entire <laughs> battlefield, just slicing everything in half. And the gore system in the game is so satisfying. Oh, yeah. Chopping people in half. I mean, the I, I would say as much as you play games and the, you're like, oh, you dread like stealth missions. Some stealth missions in Warframe can be really fun because you're like yeah. sliding in, chopping someone in half. You're like stealth because you can <laughs> literally kill everybody so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in anime, when the, when there's a character standing there and they're supposed and you know th- when they get killed it's just like yeah. a, a white line that goes across yeah. the screen because the character that killed them is supposed to be like really quick right yeah really fast that's that's warframe in a nutshell like yeah. oh it's a stealth mission okay you don't have to crouch in this you just fly through the entire map <laughs> slitting everybody's throats <laughs> yeah I just before anybody notices through him if everybody's yeah. dead nobody can call the alarm exactly yeah that's the one thing about it just it's so funny it's like stealth yeah <laughs> i did <laughs> mike tyson stealth missions basically I, just killed, I killed a thousand people so that way it's stealth mission complete <laughs> everybody's dead stealth and warframe is how i played hitman it's stealth because everyone's dead yeah so, exactly <laughs> no one can no one knows that i was here uh so yeah that is awesome uh i do like and i don't know if you agree with me i like that your account is basically your progression of the game, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you play a character and you can kind of max out your frame and you can kind of get to a point where you min max each frame. But the idea is not to just play one character. The idea is right. to play and level up multiple characters and have kind of like a team, right? You have and a you, roster. You have a roster and then you can, oh, this mission, I need more DPS. So I'm going to play like yeah. a more DPS focused frame, right? Yeah, you're constantly I, switching out your frames. I like that concept. I like the I idea. Too. It's very unique uh, in the MMO esque uh, yeah. genre. Even though this is I, this is definitely MMO light. Yeah, of having a you know, even though you're only playing one at a time, it's kind of like you know, you can do four player. I don't know what the raids are if they're eight player or six player. I don't know how many people you can have like missions. Six? No, I think there's still I, four. I know. Oh, even for like the harder missions. Um, yeah, I think there's still more. Okay, so I know like the normal missions are four player co-op, right? Yeah. But you actually want to have a roster that way. It's like, okay, we're not all four playing Rhino. We're all four playing Bolt. Like you want to diversify your frames because it's like, hey, we all have the same ability, which is great, except for the fact that it's not working well against the boss for whatever reason. We we don't have a healer and like we actually need a healer in in this. Yeah. And it's weird. It's weird that uh, because I've, you know, I haven't played in a long time and going into like oh we're gonna go fight a boss and it's like you're playing a shooter it's like when do you think you need a healer and something super fast yeah. paced like warframe's like and i'm dead cool yeah <laughs> i guess i do need a healer right yeah you can get melted pretty quick so uh obviously it's a live service game constantly having updates patches every year they do a TennoCon, which mm-hmm. is basically like an online convention thing and they're like hey these are all the stuff we're coming out with and the game always peaks after that, obviously, just like any other game when they have a huge expansion come out, whatever. So they're constantly evolving their game. 
So let's get into the cons because uh, you and I have a lot of issues with this game. Yeah, we do. As much fun as it has been playing it in the past. Okay, number one. Uh, the free-to-play aspects really kind of hit you in the it's face. It's a lie. Yeah, the free-to-play aspects hit you in the face whenever you get to the point where you're like, hey, I unlocked some blueprints to make a new frame or a character, right? Or and then weapon. you go to Or a weapon, and you go to craft the weapon, and it says it's going to take three days to craft it. And you're like, wait, three real days? Like, real-life days? And they're like, yes. And then you're like, oh, I have already went and played another game by then. And I know we've yep. talked about this before. Yep. Uh, or guess what? You can pay the in-game currency that you can buy for real life money to speed up that process. And I was like, oh, it's a mobile game. Cool. Yeah. It's Clash of Clans, basically. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, and I know we've talked about this before. It's I understand that you are free to play and you have to make money somehow, right? As a game, you have to yeah. pay the bills, keep the lights on, buy pens and pencils or whatever they yeah. use. That. <laughs> yeah. Uh, digital extremes, right? But I've had an issue with the system since 2013 when the game came out because... Oh, 100%. <sighs> it's, it's, the, it's really the only big issue with the game. I mean, there's... Actually, uh, that's a lie. Yeah. There's a couple <laughs> big issues with the game right now. It is in a lull. Yeah. But that is definitely one of the consistent things across patches and expansions is the uh, push towards microtransaction method that you have is really it's just not a good thing to do in a game format like pc and xbox where it's i want to play this game for multiple hours at a time it's not a mobile Mm -hmm. game where you you play it for 15 minutes on the bus and then then you get off and then oh you boot it up on your way home and it's six hours later and those things that you had put on the cooker are done yeah are done by that time right this is a game where you want to play for eight hours and like you want you a wall. those new items right away. Mm-hmm. And then you hit a wall you, where it's like, oh, you got to wait three freaking days. And you're like, yeah. literally yeah. by that time, I will be in, I will be in, into another game. Like my interest yeah. will, will completely turn away from this game. Well, and one thing that we've talked about before is that they do it in a certain way where it, and to me as a consumer and as, you know, obviously one of the hosts and everything, it's super egregious because it's like, okay, if I want to make a new frame, right? Okay, yeah. I got to go find four body parts, right? Blueprints. Yeah. I craft those blueprints. They take a day, right? Yeah. They take a day. I got to craft all that. And then, hey, I probably don't have enough resources. I got to go target farm specific stuff. Grind. Yeah. It's an, it's an MMO light. Grinding is part of Warframe just like it mm-hmm. is any that's, MMO. That's not that's the bad fine. part. That's fine. That's totally fine. I understand that, hey, if I want to make something new, I need to have the resources to do so. Totally right. fine. Makes sense, right? The gameplay is fun enough that I don't mind. So go do that, get the parts, craft everything. Okay, now I got all four. Oh, sweet. I got all four body parts to make this new frame. Great. Oh, wait, now Wrong. I need a blueprint to make the frame. Now I have put all those together with more resources that I probably need to farm that are rare or whatever. Yep. Okay, go do that. Maybe take five hours or whatever. Oh, okay, now I need to wait three days on top of those other one-day pieces. Per Maybe piece. they weren't all at the same time. And so it's like, dude, it's maybe it takes a week four to, four to seven frame. days to make a new suit. Yeah. Now, as Dakota said before in the past and previous episodes, if you have played the game enough, once you kind of build up your account enough, the time the time limiting isn't necessarily that much of an issue because you probably have a lot of stuff to do on multiple frames. But when you and just you start also, out, you also just put a ton of stuff on the cooker like over yeah. time. 
So yeah. then at a, at a certain point, if you are super into the game and everything is still new to you, you're, you're, you put stuff on the cooker and then two to three days later of you playing and unlocking more stuff, putting more stuff on the cooker, you eventually create a system where like you're constantly snowball. getting unlocks. But like then eventually, yeah. correct. But then eventually you hit that wall again. So mm-hmm. it's you can't really make an excuse for the system because that wall is always there. You yeah. always hit that at some point where it's like, there's nothing else for me to do and I have to wait three or four days. I'm my interest will is gone yeah. by the end of the end of today. Well and I won't pick the game back up for six months to a year. And I mean I've talked about that before too. It's like I'll go back and reload the game and I'm like, hey, my stuff's done cooking from a yeah. year ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, thank and, God. <laughs> yeah, finally. And what's and what's crazy is that as many games that you and I have played, and we you and I definitely have like a really big uh library not libraries yeah. of games but definition of games we like to play very yeah. broad like you and i definitely yes. don't really play the same types of games that often right right very wide range um this is one of the only games actually the only game that comes to mind that has this type of system that's not a mobile game like this oh, is and this 100%. is a big game right i haven't seen any other game that has this kind of gate time locking that's not a mobile game not a mobile game yeah yeah and it's exclusive I mean, to mobile game because, like I said, that's the format of mobile gaming. You play it for 15 minutes, you put it down for a couple hours, you pick back up for 15 minutes, and that stuff's yeah. done. That's not how you play PC and console games. Yeah, and I think that's uh, that's, that kinda that's le- one of the biggest issues. And that kind of leads into part two of having too many layered systems and kind of suffering from content bloat of and Path of Exile, which we're not really going to talk about, has the same issue. Where they keep putting they keep putting out new content, but they don't really cull the systems or combine old systems. Yeah. They kind of just put layers and layers and layers and layers on top of each other and expecting you, if you're you're a continuous player, it's okay, right? Because you learn the new system and you move on and you still know the old systems. But Path of Exile and Warframe, and we compare them a lot because they're basically I think they're kind of like cousins to each other, pretty oh, much. Oh, one hundred percent. Um they have some of the worst new player experiences of any game that I've ever yeah. played. Like, it's, it's because, like you said, they have layers on top of layers and they don't call anything. And that's, I don't know about PoE because I, I do know they've had a couple rough seasons, but mm-hmm. Warframe is in a lull right now because they just have too many systems and it's too complicated and they're just adding more stuff on top of stuff. And people are kind of fed up that like nothing is really connecting here. Yeah. You're playing four different games in one because it doesn't it's not cohesive because you've been putting it on you know in two years there's going to be another massive system added that doesn't mm-hmm. work with the other ones it's like completely separate and yep poe is ending up being like that because when a season is over they add a new thing in and yep. then when they add that new thing in, they also add in something that was previously in there and yep. some stuff you know is cohesive and like when you're running yeah. through the missions it it does translate well because it's just yeah. it's like a, a random event that pops up so like it it does kind of fit into the flow but then you have things like bestiary where like you have to go into a separate world to get that started yeah. and it's just yeah. like this is this is disconnected from the rest of the game and it's that's just not good yeah so that's what that's, that's where both of those kind of suffer and that's a huge con yeah. for them which it's a huge con as someone that has played the game and has thought about Honestly, I mean, you probably feel the same way. There's a lot of times where I'm like, man, it'd be it'd be really fun to go 
that's a game that I know you and I would actually play together because we don't really play a lot of co-op yeah. games together. And like, man, Warframe is something we could both get into. We could actually play co-op and everything. But I'm like, every time I think about playing Warframe, I just think about I would want to delete. Overload. I would want to delete my account and start over because, yeah. like, even if I have stuff that's good, I'm like, it's just too much. Like, if I have to spend five to ten hours learning about the game to go in and just play the game again, yeah, I understand. And I'm not saying I know people might be like, oh, well, if there's new content, you need to figure out what there is. I get that. But if I go into the game and like, hey, even if I want to make a brand new character and start out, like if the new player experience is that bad for even a returning player, that's rough. Like, why don't you have I, a returning player tutorial? Hey, you haven't played for a while, so you go through these steps. We'll show you what's new. OK, cool. Well, yes, that would be good. And I think that is actually a really good idea. Both of those games, PoE and Warframe, are kind of have their own genre cut out. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. could literally just call the genre just a cluster, right? That is the <laughs> yeah. genre. It's a cluster because they really are the on- some of the only games, and I'm sure there's a couple others out there, where it's just too much crap. And when we say there's too much crap, it's like they have maybe 50 to 100 different materials that you have to farm out for yeah. certain things. Yeah. And when you're running through the levels in both poe and warframe you're constantly collecting materials and stuff and they just sit in your inventories yeah and it's just like okay cool as a new player i'm getting 50 new materials and i have no idea what they do Mm -hmm. and that's that's the thing that hurts new players is that there's just so much that's been packed into the game over the years that for a new player they're like i don't know where any of this stuff is used and it's just collecting space and then what you end up doing is you end up throwing it away because you don't know what it's used for yeah. And Which, then you screw yourself in later content because you should have had a hundred thousand of these by now. But because yeah. the game didn't tell you that you needed to keep those for a certain item down the road, you screwed Which, yourself early. Which makes me think of actually that brings up a really good point. Um from us talking earlier about the ascent, right? Yeah. Uh we were we were playing the game and we're like, okay, how do we like do you just buy new guns? Like how do you upgrade them? Okay, they have upgrade system in the game, right? But the upgrade system is literally sometimes you'll go out and find a basic component or an advanced component or like an intermediate component. Right. So when you're upgrading stuff, I believe from what I can tell so far is like, hey, you pick up a basic component uh, to make your gun from level one to level two. It costs one from level two to level three. It costs two and so on and so on. Right. So it's like really, really streamlined experience shows you what the upgrade is going to be. All that like Warframe needs an overhaul like that where it's like you're picking. Hey, all those items before that were like individual things, they just all need to be one. Like this is like common, common components or like advanced components. And hey, if you want to have that as three or four different things, that's fine. But don't I don't need to have like for rules and like all the other random things, different ores and different stuff, because it doesn't mean anything to me. And it doesn't mean anything to a new player. Until you and then you go to craft something, you're like, oh, I need eight thousand. Where the, I don't even know where the heck to, I picked this up from or right. where to get it from. Now let me right. go on the wiki. Let me go on this also. And that's, I mean, I know we're talking about Warframe a lot, but that's something that it's. If it was more streamlined, then you and I would be way more inclined to go back and play the game. Yeah, because it is because it is a good game. It's not a bad yeah. game by any means. And I think for us. That's the that is honestly one of the type of MMOs that you and I both really enjoy. I mean, I really yeah, like I played do. a ton yeah. of PoE. You've played a ton of Warframe. And even when you've played PoE and I've played Warframe, we have the same issues. You and I both have the same issues with each <laughs> yeah. game, right? Yeah. Like if if 
PoE had better new player experiences, better not so convoluted stuff. You'd probably play more PoE, and I'd play more Warframe. Because you know it's, I mean? it's so funny. You know all the materials in PoE, and I know all the materials in Warframe for yeah. the most part. Exactly. So when, you, when like, you try to play my game, I'm like showing you where everything goes and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. And then when I play PoE, you're like showing me where everything goes and like, yeah. hey, don't put that in your stash tab. You're not going to use that for a long time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, cool. I don't know what any of this yeah. means. Yeah. And <laughs> these are, like I said, these two games could be in their own subcategory of like cluster MMOs or mm-hmm. whatever that is. But yeah. free, free to play MMOs do end up going down that path because yeah they make their games so much more complicated in a way so that you end up just being like whatever i'll pay ten dollars to unlock this stuff instead of learning instead of having five you know different tabs open to figure out all materials and where they go and what i need to do first to unlock something else to then use those materials like the the free-to-play aspect of these mmos definitely deteriorates the new game experience and probably mm-hmm. just the experience in general for everybody. Yeah. They I think a lot of developers think that they need to have complex systems to keep people engaged where it's like for no, like end game stuff. Yeah. You don't it, okay, there's a difference. It doesn't need to having, be complex. It just needs to be fun. Well, okay, that's true, but I think there's definitely a difference where a lot of uh, developers think they're making something complex, but re- in reality they're making it convoluted right you're just okay, making yeah, it fair. you're just making it more complicated because there's a lot of times when i've played a game where i'm like wait if i put these two things together maybe i merge them together and it makes this item why don't i just pick up that one item like you're yeah. making me do something just to waste time right yeah and i understand a lot wait, of games do i that. am confusion <laughs> yeah exactly so it's like hey if i go out and mine silver ore then I go back and I turn into silver bars by blacksmithing or whatever, forging it. That makes sense because that's actually something like how you do that. (laughs) Yeah. But if I could go mine it and it would just turn into silver bars and skip that step, to me, that's not like, oh, this is immersion breaking. This is game breaking. Like, I don't care. It's just just saving time for me. Now, if I go mine an ore and then a set of armor pops out, okay, that's kind of too much simplification, right? That's kind of like there needs to be some middle ground. <laughs> well, there's gotta... a fine line. Yeah, there's a fine line between easy and comp, not complicated, but easy and having to put in effort so that by mm-hmm. the end of putting in that effort, you feel satisf- fat satisfied with the outcome of creating mm-hmm. armor. Right. Yeah. Right. Whereas Warframe and PAE are like, there's too many steps to get to that armor at the end. And by yeah. the end, you're just like, Jesus, thank you. Just give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing, too, is like, and uh and path of exile like i've tried to explain to you like hey look at this armor i made and you're like cool i have no idea what i'm looking at i'm like oh it took me like 10 hours and all these weird steps to do it and you're like awesome that sounds that sounds awful (laughs) and i'm like yeah and i'm like it was but look how shiny it looks yeah Yeah. right all right all right let's move on to the big the big boy the grandpa sitting in his rocking chair waiting to be put (laughs) down world of warcraft uh came out 2004 i'm sure you know i'm sure you mm-hmm. guys have seen that great warcraft movie hey that movie is actually pretty good Dude, that movie was go, good go listen to episode 53 or 54 it's like right after it's the beginning of the year when we did uh warcraft and then some other movie that i don't remember doom they both oh, came out doom. the same year right doom three. right right 
Hey, Warcraft was actually a good movie, though. Not gonna lie, that, that was CGI a was great pretty movie. Fire. That was great. That was amazing. When you come down, we should watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so World of Warcraft, best key feature in my opinion. Um, Blizzard is kind of the premier MMORPG developer, and it helps that they've had an absolute metric crap ton of money to fund them, right? Yeah. I don't know if they are the premiere now because the game has been out for 16, 17 they aren't. years. That's why they're they, losing content. Well, not losing content. They're losing players because exactly. they're not the premiere anymore. They're not creating but the best stuff that they can. They they aren't. But if you were to go play World of Warcraft right now, you do have basically 16 years of backlog content to play. You do. Right. It does exist. Uh, it's not always perfection. There are hit or miss. But I would say the first probably three expansions for WoW were really, really good. As someone that's played played through them. They're like, I mean, WoW was popular for a reason because it was a good game. I don't yeah. know about now, um, but, you know, to each their own. It It's a giant in the market, right? Still is. I mean, there's still a million to a million and a half they're players. Losing as far con- as- they're losing players, but they're still way more players than any other game <laughs> yeah i mean except for final fantasy right now uh as far as we can tell they have to a million to a million and a half subscribers having a million subscribers is nothing to scoff at for any game i mean 10 that's to still... 15 uh dollars a month from a million people that's 10 to 15 million a month yeah exactly so while still killing it they're still yeah. making a lot of money they could be making more i'm sure they wish they were and they're working yeah. on that um we've had we've talked before about how we think wow kind of needs to die honestly if they were like hey we're making world of warcraft 2 and we're making a new ml experience and you know we're gonna basically start from scratch with new engine and everything i would try it cool i would probably try it just to see if i liked it because it's been 15 16 years but um as we found out until they until the game stops having a million plus people playing it they're not going to do that because right it's it's a huge cash investment whenever they already have a cash it's a, it yeah it's a huge cash investment even though they're t- raking in tens of millions of dollars every month yeah yeah wow still makes like a billion dollars a year yeah or, or close to it and some years way more than that right yeah i mean at their peak they had 12 to 14 million subscribers so they're making a lot of money right oh, wow. wow still exists for a reason yeah um so pros uh still one of the most uh played games on the planet um which to me is a pro because basically anything you want to know about the game someone's talked about there's basically infinite resources for wikis for there's add-ons for the game like anything you could ever want to know about wow someone has are basically already figured out for you right so there's no there's no uh, mystery as far as like what to do in the game. Everyone's already figured out how to min-max, and as soon as a patch comes out, I guarantee you within 15 minutes, people have figured out how to min-max your character or whatever, which is like a good and bad thing. It's good because if you are someone that doesn't have the time to figure that out, someone already is figuring it out for you. Yeah. It's bad if... I mean, it's. I don't think that's really a bad thing because if you don't want to know, you want to figure out yourself, then just don't look it up, right? It's kind of right. like the information is out there if you want it, and as someone that's played a lot of MMOs and stuff like Warframe and Path of Exile, the information's not always out there. Uh, but this is yeah. one of those games that will it it's kind of a There's net a positive out there. Yeah. Um objectively, it's one of the top three best theme park MMOs in existence. 
Uh, and obviously that's objective. And even for me, someone that's not like I've played a lot of WoW, but I'm not like huge, huge WoW uh, person. Okay. So they World of Warcraft and Final Fantasy get the theme park genre mm-hmm. of MMOs, right? Yeah. Warframe and Poe have the cluster genre yeah. of MMOs. Yeah. So a, th- a theme park is basically like. Oh, just like when you go to Disney or something, it's like, hey, they have little areas set up and you kind of go from part to part and you eat corn dogs and all that stuff when you're at Disney and the same thing in WoW. You kind of do, you talk to people, you do quests in a little hub and you move on to the next area, right? That's why they call it theme park. It's basically a guided experience. There is some free roaming aspect to it, but it's a curated experience, right? If you go to this place, it's always going to be the same people there unless there's a patch or something, right? You go to Disney... You go to the Indiana Jones thing. Hopefully, Indiana Jones is there. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Same thing with uh, any other theme park. Um, and the other pro is that they do have expansions. Yeah, sometimes they're hit or miss, but you're you can look forward to content coming out. It's as a live service game. Sometimes their expansions are really good. Sometimes they're not. It's all yeah. subjective, obviously. But it's not in maintenance mode or anything like that. It is actively being developed. Mm-hmm. So. For a game that came out in 2004, that's still pretty good. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. That's a pro because, hey, you know what? There's people that WoW is the only game they play. They love the yeah. game, whatever. I know a lot of people say, oh, WoW sucks. Okay. It, just because you don't like it doesn't mean it sucks. Right. It's taken It's taken that's us. That's something I think, that you wanted to open up not saying uh, is yeah. that there's a lot of games that have released that you have not personally, over the past years, that you have not personally found interest in. You d- yeah. you specifically did not want to say that they suck. Yeah. Because that's and, the thing. It's subjective. Yeah. And I think, too, one thing that I've talked to you about that I kind of wanted, I didn't know where to put it in the show, but kind of good segue, is that something that I personally have been struggling with, and I feel like you and I and even John at some point when he gets back have kind of, I don't know, I want to say like grown up or evolved over this, over the past 80 plus weeks of doing the show as changing our mindset of saying, Oh, that's trash. That game's garbage. You know what I mean? And saying, Hey, there's some things that we don't like about it. And obviously that's our opinion and we're hosting the show. So you have to listen to our opinion if you're listening to the show. Right. Yeah. But if I don't play a while and you don't play a while, does that mean it's garbage? I mean, a million plus people a month don't think this garbage. They give Blizzard (laughs) money. You know what I mean? Yeah. So somebody likes it. I don't like Fortnite. I don't like Epic, but that doesn't mean Fortnite is a bad game. Right. I mean, I'm right. sure 30 million little kids would disagree with me because Fortnite's awesome, right? I think so. we've become less abrasive in in how we talk about games because we get feedback on that that mm-hmm. <laughs> on what we say the next week, you know? Yeah, Once it releases, exactly. we hear that, "Oh, you you talked bad about that game. I've enjoyed that game for the past 14 years." And we're like, Okay, oh. yeah, some people still like it, right? Yeah. I personally, and we have to defend our viewpoints on it because it's our personal opinion on it. And we've just in general started to approach thinking about games in a different way just because we have experience with people who have a different opinion from us. Yeah. You know, so we don't want to we don't want to just crap on somebody's favorite game. That just doesn't make us feel good. Yeah. And it's and I think it's. Honestly, I mean, I could say it's it's taken me probably 30 years. I'm 31 right now. It's taken me a long <laughs> yeah. time playing games because your first gut reaction to almost anybody, I would say, 
it's like i don't like this game it sucks right it's yeah. terrible i've said it many times on the show before in the past it's a dumpster fire it's garbage and then, and then you no get good you know you can say that as is right yeah but then once you get somebody that when you say that you're like that game sucks and you start to see their eyes swell up you're like yeah. oh no, well i i personally don't like it you can like it it's okay just don't yeah. don't cry it's okay it's don't okay. cry don't stop cry. crying you're gonna make yeah. me cry <laughs> please, please stop crying who's cutting yeah. onions in here yeah we we see yeah. we see feedback on that from the opposite end and it's just you can't it, can't approach it that way anymore yeah it changes and i think i think for us as uh <laughs> not games journalists yikes as, <laughs> as 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 content creators and just trying to look at things more objectively yeah um it's honestly hopefully as a it's a net positive for us and for everybody else's listeners right because if if you want to listen to angry joe john's favorite talk <laughs> show or whatever where yeah. he's just like i hate everything about everything and that's kind of his spiel right okay great versus if i say hey i like this for this reason or i dislike it for this reason okay then someone maybe say oh i agree with you I still like this game, but I agree with you on the the pros yeah. and cons. And that was kind of my approach to talking about the different popular MMOs and stuff. It's like, hey, this is all obviously my opinion. Maybe you have a different opinion. That's why we have our Discord at our website, PCMarkest.com. Scroll all the way down to the bottom. Click on that Discord link to get an invite. There you go. So you can leave us feedback and say, oh, man, I really like this about this and don't like this about that gives us feedback and able to say, hey, okay, cool. Hey, maybe you know, maybe you had changed my opinion on something because that's something I personally yeah. didn't think about. I didn't see that aspect. Something I yeah. wanted to point out as, hey, we're trying to give you guys the best content possible. So with that being said, are you ready for part three of this? Is this where the new age of MMOs gets started? Yeah, two hours into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh. The good thing is, is there's not going to be that much to talk about for the new age Because we just don't know. Exactly. Um, so, basically, this is what we hopefully have to look forward to coming up. Hopefully by the end of this year uh, or sooner, right? Yeah. Um, so, New World. Finally, talk about the big thing that we are excited about. Um, what are you excited about? I know you haven't personally played this yet, right? I have not played it yet because I didn't get into any of the earlier betas, but they are going to have an open beta in the next week or so, which is coming out like a week or two before the actual game releases. So it's not a beta, it's a demo. So the thing I'm most excited about, and I'm not a huge MMO player. I did try to play WoW with you guys. I just couldn't get into it. It's not my thing. I have mm-hmm. played uh, Final Fantasy with you guys a little bit, I think. If I remember that correctly, maybe not. I did try to play black desert online because i know you guys were into that for a little bit that wasn't enjoyable the thing that gets me excited about new world is the combat system yeah and Mm -hmm. we were talking a little bit before the podcast about why why these games feel like they're bringing the new age of mmos and specifically with new world it's the fact that the combat system in this game is not like other mmos it is very action based and it's not it's not like uh final fantasy or or wow where all of your combat is hitting one through nine on your keyboard yeah because you have attacks matched up with them yeah you in this game you you do have abilities but it's more in the sense of like destiny or warframe Mm -hmm. abilities where 
you only have a handful of them and yeah, you like use three. them when you can when the timers yeah. are up but it's it's not like a lock on just mm-hmm. spam the numbers when you can and yeah. your your camera's pulled out like a yeah. mile and you can see everything right it's much yeah. more close to the character it's much more i don't want to say hack and slash but it kind well, of is it gives you that yeah. that feeling that, a little bit yeah it's, and the, it feels it feels more like an action adventure game than an mmo exactly and that's yeah. that's the thing bringing that kind of combat to an mmo experience is what is enticing me because that's one of the things i mean i would say that's besides the clutter on the screen with those other games like yeah. warframe and, and final fantasy and black desert the biggest thing is the combat because that's what you're going to be doing 90 percent of the time yeah and so say you pull out a musket actually aiming at someone in the head and shooting in the head and doing more damage because you headshot them feels good instead of oh i locked onto them and i press one and i shot my rifle at right. Them. right right and a random roll and maybe it crit or maybe it didn't right the actual active like hey where you have to and- aim it with the mouse yeah like and- a traditional third person shooter that's that's yeah. the new thing it's bringing to the mmo genre yeah and i know that from talking to spigot the guy that we had a guest on several episodes ago uh he's played he's played the betas kind of extensively and he's excited for it as well he told me that the um the dungeons and stuff later on that I'm excited to do because I like PvE like you do. I like doing yeah. group group PvE content. Um he said the the difficulty jump from doing like normal quests out in the world to going into the dungeon is pretty staggering. It's pretty it feels like playing Dark Souls basically. <laughs> so he's like, Yeah, you know how you have block and you have dodge and stuff yeah. when you're playing through the normal game, but when you're fighting a normal mob, you can kind of just sit there and tank it while you beat on it until it dies, right? right? It's like when you go into a dungeon, that is not how the game. The game is like, hey, time to wake up at the keyboard if you're asleep because yeah, you're gonna die a lot. It's like and outside of the dungeon, it's like seal clubbing, right? It's kind yeah, of Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like, around and just kill everything, right? Yeah. And, and then when you go walk into the dungeon, you're like, Oh, these seals are from Russia. Seal yeah, club and you. They, <laughs> and they have AK forty sevens Yeah, they have AK. <laughs> and, and I still have yeah. a musket. I'm not sure what's happening. And they're seeking revenge because I killed their whole family. Right. <laughs> I killed their I killed their dog and now they're coming back with vengeance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh I that is one thing I'm excited for. I want to have group content that's hard. I want to I want us to go yeah. in people in the Discord, five, six, however it's many people. The reason that we all tried to play Destiny. And then we yeah. found out that all of the content was sunsetted. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Oh, great. I I want to go and play a game where I can play with a group and there be a challenge. Hey, yes. going going and playing a co-op game and steamrolling everything is fun, right? It yeah. is fun for a certain amount of time. But if I go into a if I go into a dungeon, say for instance, and you have and, to coordinate with teammates, and you have to coordinate, and we just keep getting wiped and wiped and wiped, and it's not because oh you're not the right level, it's because like hey you actually need to work together. Like somebody yeah. probably needs to heal, somebody needs to tank the monster, so it's not yeah. killing everyone. Are we right? gonna have DPS counters to see who's not Ex- fulfilling exactly. your role? <laughs> you not only do you get kicked out of the guild, you get kicked out of the Discord and banned. <laughs> <laughs> Stakes are high. <laughs> Stakes are high if you want to make it in. So that's the kind of stuff that I'm excited about. Uh, that's yeah. kind of my excitement factor for New World is not only is it a new game and we have a lot of people excited to play it. Um, we're kind of going to coordinate. I think this is going to be hopefully if you're hopefully after you try the beta and you enjoy the game, you kind of you kind of start as you get closer, you kind of start getting that like, oh, this is happening. This is happening. This is <laughs> happening. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah. 
Yes, this so, is exactly what I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a couple of things. Instead of pros, cons, since none of this stuff is actually out, I have hopes and worries. So I feel like that's appropriate. <laughs> nice. That's appropriate. Um, so uh, kind of a couple of things that I like, I guess, about New World. One, it's buy to play. It's on, it's on yeah. Steam, and it's being developed by Amazon. Not that the Amazon tag is a pro necessarily, because they've killed every the... single game that they've tried to release. Yes, but I do have hope for this because it has been delayed a lot, and specifically it's been delayed because they said, "Hey, we've gotten a lot of feedback, and we have a lot of work to do." Okay, yeah. that's a, that's a net positive. That's for, what I want to hear an... when you delay a game. I don't want to hear, yeah. "Oh, it's just not ready yet." It's we've gotten a lot of feedback, and we have a lot of work to do. Be honest with yep. us. Yeah, and and we're gonna hey, and we don't have a problem. Hey, we want the game to come out. I don't know. I've I've watched a lot of stuff on Twitter when they delayed it this last time. I took time off of work to go do this. I can't believe you do this to me. It's like everyone's like, dude. First off, get a life, right? <laughs> Second off, it's like, dude, if they're delaying, are we taking it, off work for the for the release day, or should we take off work for the second day? It's out. Honestly, it comes out on a Tuesday technically. So I'm, I'm okay just, with taking off. Well. The first day is going to be a disaster because it's MMO. Right. I feel I feel like by the weekend it will probably be good to play. <laughs> okay, so a long weekend then. Yeah, long okay. weekend will probably be the ideal. If if you're gotcha. listening to this, yeah, the first few days are probably just going to be constantly trying to getting getting dropped from the server and whatnot because that's just the that's the primo. I don't care if Amazon owns all their own servers. That's basically what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, because that was happening with get the beta, destroyed. so I don't think it's going to not happen with the launch. Gotcha. Um, so hopes uh hope that it's fun with everyone in the discord i'm excited for that because there's a lot of people that are excited to play it uh and this has potential to be a one probably the first successful amazon game and potential to be a really (laughs) big mmo because i mean they have have amazon as a backer as a backer right you basically have the biggest if not one of the biggest companies in earth backing it right yeah so amazon could afford to like Basically, just throw money at it until it works pretty well, much. Well, I mean, if it comes out and it is somewhat successful, right? It's going to give them the reassurance that the past six years of development mm-hmm. were worth it's, it. And we oh. just have to work a little bit more to get it to a point where it starts printing money, right? Yeah. Exactly. Because let's be honest if the game works and what people have played in the betas is what I mean, they've been getting good feedback with the betas Mm -hmm. right like people are enjoying it oh yeah people are liking the game a lot yeah so as long as it comes out and it works within the first week or two Mm -hmm. i i don't see the game failing and and closing down its doors within a year right yeah it's after that it's okay cool what's the entire story what's the next expansion can you deliver on the next expansion if they deliver Mm -hmm. on the first expansion and people enjoy it they're They're golden. golden Yeah, the it's, the it's roadmap like for them is years, years, years out. GG easy, no re. Seriously, basically. So, so with that being our hopes, here's the worries, right? So they always <laughs> have worries. It's run by Amazon. <laughs> it's being run by Amazon. That's the ho- that's the pro and the con. That's the double yeah. edged sword of New World is that Amazon, and then the other side is also Amazon. Yeah. Um, they it was Amazon ha- the entire time. Yeah, always has. Been. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i have more hope for this because one i feel like if the first if the first like real alpha last year that came out and they got a lot of bad feedback 
if Amazon was like, hey, we're done, they could have just shut it down back then. Yeah. There wouldn't have, it would have never released because they have no problem not releasing games. Crucible is a great <laughs> example. You know, Crucible and, and from the shelf. And what was that sports game? Oh, that weird sports ball where you're like Leonidas. It was also stuff. like Crucible something too. It, it was, was very mess. similar. Yeah. yeah it was, a it was like a weird football-esque game. And you got to think, they got Amazon servers. They have Twitch which is yeah. going to be popping off whenever New World launches. That's oh, yeah. all that's going to be on Twitch on the front page. Uh, everything. Are you telling me that they're going to pay for sponsorships on Twitch? No. What? No. It's, pro- it's probably in their contracts at this point. You have to play this game for yeah. free or we will boot you off of Twitch. <laughs> okay, yeah. sounds good. Um, Yeah, so, and I think what you said too, if, as long as they release the game, it's working enough that people can play it, and they I within mean, they the first of, week or two that's the thing if you, if you can't play yeah. the game for a month people yeah. will will count it out as dead and never return yeah um and then content content drought the thing that i am excited about too is that they already have a development roadmap for patches like hey we're gonna release the game within the first month releasing like an additional dungeon a month after okay. that release an additional raid so like there's, okay. they already have content planned out as like uh, the next few months ahead of the game release, right? Okay. Obviously, it's been getting pushed with delays, yeah. but they haven't said like, oh, we're planning the first expansion. They're like, we're planning patches that are free content updates to keep people interested in the game, right? Totally cool with that. That's good. Uh, last last worry that I have is that the game has three factions, and every game that has ever had three factions, basically two factions are popular, and the third faction's like the underdog the entire time. Well, I mean, we know that the... Uh, that the... <laughs> what the covenant covenant uh it's not covenant it's covenant oh are you sure covenant 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 it's not covenant (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna look at something like that the holy crusaders are you telling me that they're gonna be one of those two because i have a feeling they're gonna they're they're gonna gonna be be one of those two they're gonna be the third the one that no one plays (laughs) no 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 no. i think i think we're gonna cleanse this land of its unholy (laughs) virtues <laughs> i guess we'll find out i guess we'll find out at the end of september hopefully but yeah that's what we're most excited about uh have, we have one more game that has been in development hell publishing hell for an eternity that i want to talk about really quick and then we have a question from the audience and then yeah. we're going to wrap this whole thing up in a nice little bow for you so lost ark when was the last time Whoa. you heard that I haven't heard that in years. <laughs> I have what, 2012. <laughs> I have no memory of this place. <laughs> so Lost Ark is actually uh, being published by Amazon also. Oh, so Amazon. Oh, yeah. uh, yikes. <laughs> so not developed. They got a backup plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For New World. Yeah. <laughs> they got a backup plan. So Lost Ark is a MMO ARPG, basically along the lines of like PU, Path of Exile or Path Diablo. of Exile, but maybe it's like just a little bit more MMO y. Yeah, it's like super flashy Path of Exile and yeah. Diablo. And not more like fantasy and less gritty. Like Path of Exile and Diablo are both like kind of like dark and gory yeah. and gritty. Where this game's like super anime, Japan or er, not Japanese, Korean, like flashy skills. Everybody has wings and stuff, right? <laughs> um the this is a game that I've been looking forward to since like 2014. When they they released like a 13 minute gameplay trailer, and yeah. I'm like, this game looks sick and then you right? showed it to me and i was like this game looks sick 
2015. And in then 2016, we watched it again. We're like, this game still looks sick. And then, and then 2017, 2017 came along. We're like, what happened to that game? 2018 happened. We're like, wait, is that still a thing? 2019 happened. We're like, oh, wait, it's released in Korea. And then 2020 yeah. happened. And we're like, all right, cool. That game's dead. 2021 happens. And we're like, oh, no, it's happening. It's coming to the US. <laughs> the tables have turned. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, they had a, a small, like, closed beta, like, paid beta on Steam that you could play. And, and, had really good reviews. There was like fifteen or twenty thousand people that played it whenever it was wow. out on Steam for like a week. Um, and people were like, "Wow, the game is still really good." So, uh, apparently, as far as people are saying, the game is still really fun, uh, even though we have not been able to play it in the U.S. since they came out. I think it came out in Korea in like twenty sixteen or something. Yeah, so, it came out fairly like a long time ago. Long we only figured ago. that out like a couple years yeah. ago. Yeah. So uh, my hopes for the game is that uh, it's still fun, hopefully. Uh, it's not riddled with uh, pay-to-win cash shop stuff because it is going to be a free-to-play game. Um, and that they uh, have plans of updating it to Unreal Engine 4 because the cons are it's on Unreal Engine 3, which is like the worst MMO engine that suffers greatly. Like a lot of games yeah. are running on Unreal Engine 3. So like this game's so easy to develop on. Because we've been doing it for 30,000 years. Um, Unreal Engine 3 was not a very good engine, if we're being completely honest. It it had a lot of issues. And only by the end of its lifetime was the engine really kind of usable for like third parties. And we got some really good gems out of it. But Unreal Engine 4 was like, okay, this is the definitive engine. And like a lot of games are going to use this because it just works, right? Yeah. And yeah. the fact that this game released in 2016 on uh, Unreal Engine 3, which technically kind of died in like 2012, you're yeah. like, that doesn't bode M- well. M- MMO development's like five to ten years behind yeah. on everything. So yeah. it's like when you hear when you hear a game, oh, it's released in Unreal Engine 4, you're like, cool, 2025 is going to be Do you know awesome. if New World runs on Amazon's Lumberyard engine? It does. Uh, no, actually, I believe it was originally, and they changed it. I I think it's. Oh I think it's, my god! All the money they spent on buying that oh, from yeah. Crytek. Yeah, I think they. I want to say they changed it to Unreal Four or something. Like I think they were doing their own development, and everything, and it just wasn't working out, and they changed to something. Well, how did we'll have to check on that? They're so I'll, wasteful. I'll stay next week. I mean, they're like cool. Amazon probably yeah. sells money printing machines at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we'll probably. just make our own. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, we're it's supposed to come out by the end of the year, but uh, don't hold your breath because I've heard that for the past seven years, yeah. give or take. Um. Amazon's involved is a pro and a con because just like New World, we're not really sure how that's going to work. Maybe if they're publishing it, there'll be better customer service and stuff because Amazon does have good customer service. They do. But as far as game stuff, who knows? Because it's just kind of up in the air at this point. Yeah. So that is kind of the entire MMO conversation we just had. That's exciting, it, wasn't it? It looks like it's on the up, right? Mm-hmm. Because Final Fantasy is taking over WoW. Mm-hmm. WoW is losing subscribers, even though they still have millions, right? Yeah. But the fact that they're losing subscribers, another MMO that is established is taking over. And the fact that we have like 
past the two that we just talked about, New World and mm-hmm. Lost Ark, Lost Ark. There's a couple other that that have released and are growing in popularity, right? Yeah, yeah, and all within the past three years. Yeah, and it's and obviously there's we couldn't cover everything on this right. already long episode. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, with the rise of these new MMOs that have all recently come out, it does look like MMOs are kind of coming back as another not I don't want to say genre defining moment, but I mean to be honest, it might be. Yeah, it might be. Like a like it, a phoenix. Exactly. The ashes. Potentially well, with New World, like we said, if the first expansion is good, we might get another wow-esque moment where middle schooler kids are like, mm-hmm. oh dude, are you playing New World? Yeah. You know? Well, you know what I did? Because that's think about? that's when you know the game is like gonna take off. What I didn't think about until right now, even when writing the notes and everything. It's that uh, MMOs when they came out were had this stigma for a long time because they were live service games, right? And it took everyone else about 15 years to catch up that live service games are the norm now, right? Yeah. So that could possibly be a big part of it because almost every game now is a live service game, right? The In some way, they receive be, updates, yeah. That's what I'm saying. The new Battlefield saying, oh, we're going to be like a live service game. Like, you're going to play this Battlefield for three or four years because we're just going to constantly come out with stuff for it. The new Call of Duty. Everything is like, oh, we're just going to constantly have expansions or seasons and all that, right? All they're doing is just turning other genres into MMOs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're just turning it. So maybe that's why, uh, you know, if the new age of MMOs, well, from my point of view, is happening, it's because the rest of the market just caught up. To something yeah. that happened in 2004 yeah right that's fair and and now they're like oh wait you can do that you can charge them money you make money what, <laughs> what? you make money how's that how, how's that possible all right uh we do have one question to answer really quickly yeah so we have a question us. from obnoxious wall on the discord and his question is what are some features in windows 11 that you're excited or worried about i know for me auto hdr has shown some promise and the overlook is something I like. Or, or sorry, the look. overall look is something I like. I'm assuming he means Windows 11 in general. Yeah. However, disabling Edge is going to be a pain. And yes, I'm sort of excited for Windows 11, but kind of the more I learn about it, the more I'm hesitant. And I say mm-hmm. hesitant because Windows 10 is still going to be supported until 2025. And yeah. the more I learn about Windows 11, the more I'm probably going to hold off a while to get a Windows mm-hmm. 11, unless they backtrack on a lot of stuff where they clarify. So features that I'm excited for. Auto HDR does look really cool if you have an HDR compatible display. The problem is the HDR certification right now is pretty garbage. Yeah. And so, you know, you'll get a, a monitor that, that can only go up to 400 nits of brightness which is mm-hmm. like the standard brightness for displays at max brightness, oh, right? right? Yeah. And that'll be like HDR10 certification. But okay. HDR10 is like the loosest certification in the world where it's just like, yeah, it gets bright for a second and then it goes back down, but it doesn't get bright enough that like the HDR effect is actually worthwhile. You want to get up towards like a thousand uh, nits of brightness to really have the HDR effect of the, the brightest brights are bright and then the deepest darks are like dark right you want so, that high contrast in light so that's what hdr like, gives you 
Is that like working at McDonald's and saying you're a chef? Uh yeah, 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 pretty <laughs> much. Our certification yeah, yeah. goes. Oh, I'm a chef. I'm oh, a chef. Do do? I make I McChickens. Yeah, I I flip burgers at McDonald's, and you know, if if that's your job, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not dishing on, on you. Just don't call yourself a chef. <laughs> <laughs> don't put yourself in the same category as, as you know, Gordon Ramsay. I I heated up Chef Boyardee, so I'm the chef. Right. <laughs> chef. You have to be aware of the capabilities, right? I gotcha. The difference in capabilities. And what Auto HDR is doing is basically it will turn any non HDR content into pseudo HDR by looking at the colors uh, that are being displayed on the screen in a very like. Uh, simple manner it looks at the colors on your screen and tries to figure out what's supposed to be super bright and what's supposed to be super dim but like to actually have that mean anything you need a monitor that is like has good hdr so you just have to look out for that direct storage was exclusive to windows 11 when it was first announced but they have Mm -hmm. clarified that and said it is coming for windows 10 so that was a feature that i was like "Ooh, that's a killer feature where i might upgrade to windows 11 regardless of Mm-hmm. any other issues because i want that feature but now that it's coming to windows 10 i'm like i don't i don't really need windows 11 at this point do you know and what direct storage I was, is i was gonna ask you and like a very brief yeah. version of what is direct storage yep so traditionally if uh the gpu needs something to, mm-hmm. to render in the game it it needs to tell a cpu to grab that from the hard drive and then send it to the video memory right yeah what direct storage does is it negates having to go through the processor to get that information and it just dumps data that it needs from the storage device into your video memory so that your graphics mm. card gets it instantly. Right. Okay. So direct storage is what will enable like the super fast loading and the super mm-hmm. fast like uh rendering in games where like you know that example that they showed off with the ps4 where spider-man is swinging through the city Mm -hmm. and they were like you know on a ps4 this is as fast as you can go because the world is loading as you're swinging and that's the storage in the ps4 is not fast enough to load it any faster right Mm -hmm. well direct storage would allow you to swing through the city at basically any speed as long as your your storage device is fast enough right Mm, so it's it's mimicking what the new consoles have access to Right, where so, the new SSDs are crazy yeah. fast. So it's kind of like going from a regular SATA hard drive to like a SSD or like an NVMe drive. I, uh, in a sense of like that is the next, yeah, the next big step. improvement it's like a, for those. It's like a, like a speed upgrade for storage. Correct. Correct. Okay. Yeah, you okay. can have like a you can have a super fast NVMe SSD, but a game like GTA Five will still take like twenty to thirty seconds to load, right? Because it's still yeah. going through the processor to grab that stuff. And direct storage is if they have it optimized for direct storage, the loading speeds, as long as your SSD is fast enough, would be yeah. like instant. It's just taking out the middleman, basically. Exactly. Right. Okay. It tries to get rid of the the processor as the middleman there. So that feature is cool, um, and that's coming to Windows Ten. So I'm super excited about that because that means I don't need to upgrade right away for that feature. Uh, and then just a couple other like user interface things with Windows 11 that I like because Windows 10 is kind of a mishmash of Windows 11 and I'm sorry of Windows 7 and mm. them trying to like move into the new age of UI right because Windows yeah. 8 was a disaster they're trying to figure <laughs> yeah. out like what the new look for Windows is going to be and Windows 11 looks like they've finally solidified what that look is supposed to be okay. even though they still have legacy stuff in there which is another topic 
Um, mm-hmm. But the new desktop management looks awesome. So have you used the feature on Windows 10 where you can have like different desktops saved? Uh, I know that it's Mac called like task, for a long time. task view or something like that. I know like like Mac has done that where you can like change desktops on yeah. the fly by the hitting whatever. Yeah. I don't know how to do that on Windows and I've never done it. Okay. But I have four monitors, so I don't see the reason. I don't know what I would use it for. Right, right. It's it's use correct. It's useful for somebody that only has one monitor, right? So on mm-hmm. laptops, it's going to be super nice. Yeah. It's it's more streamlined in Windows 11, and there's a lot more saving going on between your desktops. So you can okay. basically have desktops set up the way that you want it right away, and just basically you save it as Swap. a desktop, and when you go into it, it's like everything's there and ready to go. Yeah. So it's like for for like uh, productivity wise, it's pretty mm-hmm. neat. Okay. And then. It also has better Windows snapping. So just like the the desktop management, when you open up a, an app, it will m- remember better how that app is supposed to snap, uh, right? Because okay. I keep cool. Discord snapped on the left side of my right monitor constantly, right? So it's yeah. right up against the edge of my main monitor on the right side. Mm-hmm. So the new Windows snapping feature is supposed to be way more streamlined and like way more easy to use. And where and remembers of, where everything is constantly. Yeah. Because sometimes you like, restart you your up, PC and then you open like, up an app and it just throws it in the middle of your main monitor. And or throws it on the in the middle of your random fourth monitor and it's uh, like, right. where is all my stuff at? <laughs> right. So that's said to yeah. be like a lot more smart, which is pretty dope. Okay. okay. And it gotcha. it also will work better with external monitors. So if you unplug a monitor and you have something on there, it'll it'll minimize it, right? And then you can open up on another one. But then when you plug that monitor back in, it will throw stuff back on that monitor the same way it was when you unplugged it. Oh, so it's like for me, that sounds awesome. Yeah. 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 For just for like window management in general. I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. this is chef's kiss. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be pretty good. Uh, I found that out. I found that out the other day because I have my one monitor monitor monitor. Jeez. I've had one monitor that's vertical that I use for Discord now, and I unplugged my fourth monitor, and then that one turned horizontal, but it's vertical, <laughs> yeah. so, my, so I couldn't, I couldn't figure out how to like control my mouse, yeah. like opposite, and I was like, my brain was melting the other day. <laughs> I was like, oh no, click, plug it back in. I have no idea what's happening. Yeah. So hopefully that will be solved with Windows 11. We'll find out. Yeah. And then the last thing is just in general with the entire UI, the look that they're going for. And the fact that they're going more touch friendly with it is just making the UI in general, in my opinion, a lot more usable. They're adding okay. more spacing in between things. And people may say it looks ugly, but in my opinion, it's going to stop you from misclicking on stuff. Okay. I'm, so, I'm down with that. Yeah. And for somebody that really, really wants to use Windows on a touch device, I know how mm. terrible Windows is on a touch device. Yep. So I'm super excited for Windows 11 to hopefully fix that and make Windows usable on like a tablet or like a Surface Pro Yeah. because I yeah. want to get a Surface Pro to draw on because I could just draw straight in like Illustrator mm-hmm. or Photoshop or anything like that. Yeah. And so I'm excited for like the, the more touch features. And I know that's not like a PCMR thing. It's a super like, oh, you you mobile no. game in there bud <laughs> yeah no that's that's pcmr because pcmr is whatever you want to do with whatever device yeah, you want to do exactly 
Bingo, bango, bongo. So, ready for me to crush your dreams with my answer? Yeah, man. So, I don't know anything about Windows 11. Everything you just told me sounds great. Um, I am uh, ready for Windows 12 or 15 or whatever the next version is after that. Because you got to skip the rule them. of Windows is you got to skip it. Yeah. Vista was bad. 7 was good. 8 was terrible. 10 good. I'm really scared for 11, but 12 will probably be okay. Well, that's a good segue into... Like the security things that they're talking about with Windows 11 are like, yeah, it's terrifying sketch. from a user standpoint because they're like locking down Windows. Yeah. And I guarantee you, I said this in Discord when people were in there, I guarantee you within like a year or two of Windows 11, like fully releasing, there's going to mm-hmm. be an issue with the TPM chip. Yeah. That I, I guarantee you it's going to, it's going to do something terrible. Like it's going to format your drive or something like that. I, because every single time something like this gets pushed, there's always a major issue that happens. Yep. And it's just like, and this is why you don't upgrade right away. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially, I mean, if if they're supporting Windows 10 to 2025, I'm like, cool, I guess in 2025, I'll figure out what I right. want to upgrade to. Right, exactly. Probably one of the other three versions of Windows that exist, then, <laughs> I'm sure. You well, know it's I mean? like, okay, you have till 2025, right? Which is another four, four years, right? Mm-hmm. By that time, What's SteamOS 3.0 going to look like? I don't know. That's what I'm excited for. I'm excited. I'm excited for, hey, if they could figure out how to make Linux like close Usable? enough to Windows that I could use it like a layman using it, I'd have no problem using Linux. From, the, I mean, from I the UI that I have seen from SteamOS 3, and it's very little because it's locked down, yeah. it looks like they're trying to make it as Windows-like as possible. And if they can, yeah. if they can make sure that it is click and play with almost everything mm-hmm. you download on, on Linux, it will be usable Successful. for like 99% of people. Yep. Because even That's on like Ubuntu and like a lot of user-friendly skins, or sorry, not skin, distros mm-hmm. for Linux, yeah. it's still not click, uh, click and play for a lot of things. Yeah. Well, all I know is that whenever I mess around with Linux, I just like clicking on the yakety yak. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, good. Thank you for the question, Mr. Wall. Appreciate it. Hopefully, that is the answer you're looking for. If not, you can find us on Discord. I'm hey, sure you, you will. Y'all just there. I'm sure you will. Okay. So, uh, if you liked the content that you just listened to, hopefully you did. Uh, we post every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern time and 6 a.m. Central time. Uh, and if you really like the content, you can find us on Patreon. Throw us a few bucks over there. It would be awesome. Uh, just search PCMRCast. And shockingly enough, if you want to find anything else, you can go to PCMRCast.com. That's where you can find all of our links to Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and all that jazz. Uh, Discord is down there as well. If you want to come say hello to us, there's tons of friendly people. It's popping in there, as always. It is. Um, and at the bottom of our uh, website... There is a contact form. If you don't want to join the Discord, if you want to send us an email, say, hey, I love MMOs, and you're completely wrong about WoW, and it's amazing, and you suck, and I am also work at Blizzard. If you want to do that, then you can do that at the bottom of our website. <laughs> that would be very interesting to read. Um, but yeah. Hopefully, um, this episode was completely brutal for me as writing it, not doing it. Uh, <laughs> but I hope you guys enjoyed it and uh i know i did okay good i did too i think once you got into the groove of it it always kind of flows better it's 
It's like, you know, your first day of high school, you get really nervous. You don't know. You're like, oh, man, are my Heelys still going to be cool <laughs> when I'm rolling down the halls yeah. and whatever, you know? He, hey, man, Heelys got popular around the same time WoW got popular. So is that the is that the Illuminati confirmed with that? Psst.